This week on We Hate Movies, I don't even know what this is, but it calls itself Life Itself. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Itself. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Uh, like I said up top, this is, I guess, technically a film called Life Itself uh, from the year 2018, directed, of course, by the grand master of screenwriting and storytelling, Dan Fogelman. But was I, but you know what? But you're, you're narrating this. So I don't know. I don't know if I could trust you, Andrew. I don't know if you can tell me if Dan Fogelman. Oh, wait. Cabin, I got it. We can we can we can crack the code right now because okay. as it turns out, the only reliable narrator uh-huh. is life itself. Wow. Okay. Oh. Who in itself is unreliable. You know oh what my I mean? god. Right. Yeah. Does so th- blow your fucking mind right now? <laughs> I wanted to fucking blow my brains out like Oscar Isaac in the <laughs> I was so excited. I wanted to take that fucking one way ticket out of here too. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, just man. a fucking Smith and Wesson sandwich. You know what? Not for nothing, Oscar Isaac. What do you have against Danette Banning? Like, you know what? Do that at home. Like, take that shit at home. Or at least give it back to that fucking snooty barista from the beginning <laughs> of the yeah, film. Dude. Go back there. Oh, my God. with two L's, Kerblamo. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Go in there and be like, I ordered an espresso shot. (laughs) Oh, you need an extra shot. That's what you say. I need an extra shot with this. Oh, you can't put one in here? I'll do it myself. (laughs) Just down. Kaflam. Down espresso instantly. It's a little hot, but then you shoot yourself, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter if your throat's burnt because you're going to be dead in five more seconds later. That's that's definitely going to burn your throat. In fact, drink more hot espresso because you don't need those innards anymore. What's going to be happening to you? (laughs) So this movie, by the way, we are continuing now the worst of the previous year. Oh, boy, are we? (laughs) I, Dude, I said this on Twitter, and I kind of stand by it, man. The Love Guru is a better film. Wow. I I stand by it. No, that's not true. Because at least... I was rolling my eyes and sighing, and, you know, the Love Guru was everything I expected it to be and more. But there's just... There's something about this movie and the attitude that this film yes, is taking, sure. which it's like, it, we're so fucking smart. Like, the love guru does not pretend to be smart at any point. I, the, the, I just think this is the thrill of new hate for you. <laughs> this, you know, it's a brand new movie you just found. You're like, oh, this fucking sucks. I mean, I've known about it for so long. I actively avoided this sure. movie. I've been, I've been dodging this movie since September. But I will give the movie this credit. There are multiple people being hit by buses uh-huh. <laughs> that's true it's one of my favorite things in cinema getting hit by a bus yeah they did it in final destination one and probably a few other sequels. a few more they did it in your favorite ricky gervais film what was that ghost in town movie or ghost whatever town ghost town he's yes. a fucking prick who gets hit by a bus in that movie man. so fingers crossed that's my favorite life one. imitating art no man, you must be edging through the Bourne trilogy because really? he almost gets hit by buses like at least <laughs> seven times per movie. I gotta re reinvestigate those. There's uh, Paul Greengrass, all the right? Greengrasses, and then Gilroy. I think did the Ooh. last one. Tony Gilroy, but the first one is, is what's uh, his face? Bu- 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 Doug, Doug Lyman. 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 Yeah. 
Um, so Chris Cavan, I think this was your find. I, I did discover it. Um, so if you could, <laughs> if you could attempt to just like explain what this movie thinks it's about, what, that would be cool. What are you talking about? It's about life. Well, it's life itself. It's about life. Uh, no, I guess it's uh, uh, centered on um, the meet cute between Dylan Dempsey and Rodrigo Gonzalez, and it begins with all their parents. It's yeah, essentially yeah. all backstory for right. the most and part. And also, all time takes place at the same time, or at least sure. style. Yeah. Nothing it's just changes. Like, it, it's in... exactly like Mishima Life in four chapters. Yeah. It's everything's also, <laughs> happening at once. Everything's happening at once. Everything looks the same, and NYU is a constant location. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. We got we got Multiple a fucking... lifetimes at NYU practically. We got a film permit to shoot in the yep. West Village, and we spent every penny of that permit. It and they, we pretend even like the West Village is still scummy. Like later in the movie, which is somehow in the future, but like she's going like this gutter punk club in the West Village. I don't know where that is. Where was that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Where, where is that? It doesn't exist now at all. Uh, maybe it comes back, you know, maybe oh. after the cataclysm. Oh, right, dude. Yeah. After, uh, after the, the nuclear wars. Yes, after the radioactive wars. <laughs> out must be all that fallout from the atomic wars. <laughs> yes. Watch that. out, there's gutter punks out there. <laughs> right, like RoboCop 3 yes. splatter punks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I would love that's spl- this movie could yeah. use some splatter punks. Definitely. Every movie, and really. S- and child crime lords. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, would yeah. like them too. I would like them. We need that's those. That's Robocop 2. Oh, is it? Yeah. You, know, you know, they got they all got splatter punks, though. Mm, yeah. So this movie, you can tell you're in for a wild ride when you uh, learn from the jump that this movie is broken up into chapters. And there's like fucking five chapters of Fuck this movie. Chapters. I lost. I, I was like, oh, man. I, I, I was thinking to my wife. I was like. Does this movie start with a quote or what? Like I was just expecting like a very long or maybe even a series of quotes. Mm, yeah. But no, did, we did we want, we want chapters instead. Did you do that because the This Is Us opens with a stupid oh, quote does it? about Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so what? This, okay, Ever. So, so this movie is made by the guy who made the the smash hit television yes. show, the television this phenomenon. That yes, that's 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 correct. <laughs> Which I yeah, was, when I look at it, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so I it's called so, This Is Us. I was so glad when this movie came out and tanked, and everyone was like, "That guy sucks." I was like, "Fucking finally!" Because <laughs> I'd watched that mo- that show like whenever it came out two years ago. Uh, it was like the, there was a big Olympic campaign. I was watching the Olympics. I'm like, "Oh right, that's where I was inundated with ads." I was going through some of the slap withdrawal, and I was like, "That looks stupid enough." Is that and the same guy too? No, it's just it was just it was NBC. And no, it, was it like, smells like the slap though. <laughs> yeah, it does. And I was like, you know what? I could get it. Slapstick. I was yeah. I was I was going through slap withdrawal. I needed some sort of like overwrought nonsense drama mm. to like fill my my days. And I watched it, and I watched like four episodes. Like I'm out. This is ab- even for like a trash watch. This is garbage. <laughs> and like I felt like my eyes were on backwards the last like two years. I was like, that show's great. Here's an award. Here's another award. Here's so, another award. The only the only positive thing to come out of that show existing is that it gave rise to Sterling K. Brown. Mm. Mm. So then he could be in the People versus O.J. Simpson. Go on to you no, know, he was, hopefully he was some in O.J. Movie. first. Was that? F- yeah, OJ was first. Uh, was it? Because I was like, oh, cool. It's still in the ground for both. Right around the same time. So yeah. Oh, well, is... then suck it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is us led him to be in The Predator. Yeah. I think is the, yeah, uh, that was probably what got him. I mean, it just it lined his pockets. You know, God bless you, Sterling K. 
And I, he's uh, kind of the best part of the Predator. He's really good in the yeah, Predator, yeah. actually. So, so, Steve, what is This Is Us about? Just real quick. I it's don't about, know what it is, really. Uh, the first episode's like a, it's a twist kind of a thing where like it's three disparate characters, not unlike this movie, where it's uh, a woman uh, struggling with her weight in Los Angeles and uh, a, a somewhat out-of-work actor struggling with his career in Los Angeles and then Sterling K. Brown, because I don't know the name of the first two characters, actors, and then Sterling K. Brown <laughs> and his family uh, living in Philadelphia, and he's a lawyer or whatever. And then at the end, you find out, <gasps> and also, oh, and Mandy Moore and uh, Malaventa Miglia are like about to give birth to to twins, and then what you find out is they give birth to twins who happen to be the the white people in Los Angeles. Oh, Luke and what? Leia. Yeah. But then they also <laughs> on that day, on that day. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown separates them at birth <laughs> and hides them in Los Angeles. <laughs> at some point, for some reason, uh, Sterling K. Brown's parents die, and they feel really bad about that, so they adopt him day of so now they're triplets okay they're and they're raised as triplets and that's kind of the gag steve's missing two crucial parts oh please there. it's been oh, two years you're, you're, the, you're this is us or mandy two. moore was supposed to have three kids that's right they lose one the of baby. them is stillborn oh, yeah so to make up oh, for the stillborn baby k brown is a fucking dumb on special yes makeup baby? yes, yes i don't get true. it so she had three kids one of them was Still born, like also born. Yes, right? Eric. No, 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 no Eric. still born. Oh my Eric. God, you're an idiot. To, we're we're going to have to sit down <laughs> you, here for a minute. You don't know how language works sometimes. <laughs> Stop recording. No, no, we no. have to sit down and help Eric. Did here for you a write Life Itself? Oh, I don't know. No. Not for nothing. Oh, no. Which one's of them is dead? You get three. <laughs> Which one's of them is dead? <laughs> You have three kids. That's a sixty-six percent success rate. That's not too bad. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's a good point. That's and, that'll get you to that'll that'll you'll be able to skip summer school with as long as one crushes crushes crosses the finish line. Sure, I think you're, you're doing all right. <laughs> and the second thing is that he's not out of work. He's in a very popular sitcom that's that is right. essentially. Vin Diesel's The Pacifier as a show. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, it's a lot of, like, stupid ho- Hollywood in jibes oh, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now we're poking fun at ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so that and the, and and the, you find out later on that Milo Ventimiglia probably doesn't make it, and then so on and so mm. forth, and like everything's just so so important and, and sad. sad. It's, oh, it's all kinda, sad, I mean, dude. Kinda, well, there's a little bit of joy there. Yeah. Don't the, worry. Everything there's has to co- carry weight. Yes. <laughs> the the public. Weight. Build up for like when the episode was going to air that revealed like how he died and whatever, yeah. and all these people like psyching themselves up to deal with the trauma <laughs> of that event yeah. was like, like I, it felt like people were getting ready to watch man land on the moon. <laughs> Everybody was acting like this was so fucking important, and I was like, Am I crazy? Because this show looks like garbage. And I mean, like, it's I mean, it's fine if you like it. You probably do because everybody likes that show. So how does, and he, how does he go? Challenger explosion? <laughs> a crockpot blows what? up and the fucking yes. house catches on fire or some shit. I think it's like that Homer Simpson episode where he goes to sleep and he's like smoking a big cigar <laughs> next to a bunch of pornography. Everybody is stupid but me. I think that's how it goes. That's Ventimiglia's last words. <laughs> I'm whizzing with the door open and I love it. <laughs> hey Mandy Moore, have a, have some moon waffles. <laughs> so we start with Samuel L. Jackson record scratch, dude. Oh man, just right oh. away, fuck you, movie, <laughs> dude. Look, listen, narration is terrible. If you're out there writing a screenplay and you got narration in it, get that delete key ready, buddy. It, most of the time, it's really, really bad. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's yes. terrible. Yes, and I just it, and he's here, and it's like. 
it's this kind of narration where like he's telling you like what the character is doing like at the exact second and it's like he's conscious of what you're watching it's well it's it's Dan Fogelman wanted to write a really bad literary fiction novel, but instead he turned it into a, a screenplay. And that's where we are. And is that true? Just, no, it just feels oh. that way. It, it, I've yeah. read books exactly like this that really? are bad. And it's yeah. just, it feels like that. It's got that kind of, I don't know, like overwrought kind of nonsense to I it. I hate but, the yeah. whole like everything is connected, all these it's people. Garbage. They, like, they're not. That Brett went out off. with that They're film not. Babel, by the way. When Babel came out, that mm-hmm. was like, all right, mm-hmm. and you read to, you've done this one too many times. <laughs> this whole, like, the world is connected universe horseshit has to be stopped. Is there any good version of that? We were talking, me and my wife were talking about that last night. Is like, was Traffic the best version of that? Kind of, sort of? I, I guess. I love Magnolia. So. Magnolia, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Boogie I mean, Nights, but you know the world. No, that's Nights, not what that, we're that's talking a, that's about. That's more of a narrative. I mean, I, I mean, mean, that's a story. That uh, the, the, Boogie Nights like you that, mean just by clipped, not no, like, no, no, no. Boogie Nights doesn't have that thing that I'm. I, I guess I didn't completely articulate disparate well enough. characters. Yeah, like disparate characters that oh. seemingly have nothing to do with each other, but then we crash into each other, so to speak. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah, d- 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 okay, crash oh, okay. highlighted okay. to that, we're especially actually, poorly. We're actually related, or <laughs> the, your your mm-hmm. thing affects my life forever type exactly. of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, just like, okay, okay. But then when a butterfly flaps its wings mm-hmm. in Malaysia, look out for that fucking tsunami somewhere no, it's else. just a fucking fire chaos ball that means nothing. <laughs> that is Earth. <laughs> that is life. Uh, so Sam Jackson is like, hey, hi, everybody, I'm Sam Jackson. And uh, he's like narrating the thing. It's about this guy who's and it's like he's a gay guy. He's one of those like cool gay guys. You know what I mean? He like <sighs> Billy on the street. Cool. And I like I don't know if oh Billy Eichner God. would like this movie. I don't yeah. know if Billy. I, no, I think didn't. Billy Eichner's ears are burning but it's like, right like, now. Is that what he actually meant, though? He, was he referencing that show or just that expression of like a. I took that as like a Johnny on the spot, Billy I, on the street. No, Why Bill, would you just reference that I television think, show? Billy Eichner's gay and he's cool, so yeah. that's kind of what we're Billy talking Eichner's about. Billy Eichner's gay. Yes. He's, he's kind of cool. Sure. It, you no, know. it's just, it feels like it's written by like a 65-year-old. It's like, oh, yeah, he's one of these uh, new homosexuals, you know, like the uh, <laughs> ones on television. <laughs> or it's written by a fucking film school flunky who yeah, thinks yeah. it's the smartest thing of all time well, because gird your loins for all the Tarantino stuff. Well, oh. that's, that's the fish hook, like the elderly the young right it's like they're both that's what the stupid ideas are <laughs> you eventually come back around and you have a young stupid idea in an old man's head and but, we're taking like five minutes on this guy's like oh wait that's not our hero and then we turn over it's annette benning is his therapist right i remember to another thing that what made me despise this narration more than anything is how he is talking to the film crew. Oh, sure. And he's doing like the punch in. We're gonna punch in on yeah, our hero. Oh, yeah. I said punch in, motherfucker. What are you? What are you doing? And, and when we find out what Sam Jackson's doing, he's just a guy on the street. It's not like he's the actual director. He of looks the- like he's filming a Capital One commercial. But this, is also, <laughs> this is also a stab the movie yes, fake out exactly. anyway, so it doesn't even fucking matter. This is, You're right. this is highlighting the whole unreliable narrator thing we'll get into later. Oh sure. But Benning gets hit by the bus. Yes. It's a beautiful scene of a woman's head bleeding on the street. <laughs> Oscar, she's crossing the street. Oscar Isaac like, looks at her and goes, Oh, hey, big fan. She gets hit by a bus. And Sam Jackson's like, Whoa, I'm out of here. Goodbye, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Cut to Starbucks. Ooh. And he's writing yes, a screenplay. It, it turned out to be a screenplay. Right. That Oscar Isaacs is writing. Do you notice where this Starbucks was located? I or supposedly located? 
It's across the street from the old UCB theater. Oh, and Chelsea, yeah, that makes sense. Now, Improv Asylum. <laughs> Keep wasting your money. Is it called Improv Asylum now? Yeah, it's like a different chain or something. Oh, oh wait, because they moved to yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Right? Yes. Yeah. The edge of the earth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like... Oh, God, just this coffee shop scene sort of, again, sets the tone because, like, <sighs> Oscar Isaac comes in and he's, like, pontificating about Bob Dylan. Oh, Get ready my for God. It. In the most clickety-clack screenplay way once again. Well, it's, it's, it's this whole movie, like, with the Tarantino stuff and the Bob Dylan stuff, it's like going to a party and someone... The guy you hate the most is wearing the T-shirt that you're wearing at the same time. You're like, oh, I guess I don't like this band anymore. <laughs> yeah, better throw this shirt in the garbage. Yeah. Oh, whoops, sauce is all over it now. Yeah, I threw out my copy of Time Out of Mind, like, you immediately. You can just throw out a shirt. You don't need to sauce it. <laughs> oh, I will sauce that shirt. Because I don't want someone to take it out of the garbage and be right. like, did you lose this? All right. I can be like, well, I messed it, you see. I sauced it. I sauced that shirt. So, yeah, he's, like, losing his shit in Starbucks. Like, he's clearly drunk. He's taking pills. He's got counter. a beard, which means he's unhinged. <laughs> right, yeah, he's he's on hard times. Look nice. at that beard. I've seen a lot of people all over this great city uh, who are deranged, having yes. freakouts, <laughs> like, that are just straight up dangerous to themselves or others, uh -huh. and they are never this handsome. Nice no. try, movie. <laughs> nice fucking try. It's, His it's eyes true. are going the right way the whole time. <laughs> Those so are nice the, shoes he's wearing. I'm the, sorry. The beard is gorgeous and yeah. luscious. Nice try. Someone would just hand him money at this yes, point. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, sir, do you need to go somewhere? Or I'll call you an Uber. Oh, no, I'm doing a Gap ad in five minutes. I'm just like trying to get revved up. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets kicked out of this Starbucks, and he has to go to the shrink's office. And then it's like part of this movie just turns into like Oscar Isaac's counseling with Annette Benning, And sure. she's mentioning, like making mentions of like, he was institutionalized and this is like court mandated and he's like talking about how uh, his wife played by Olivia Wilde another talented actor fucking slumming it in this trash hall I think everybody's good in this movie honestly I think every actor is doing their absolute best with a really bad screenplay but she has it the worst though dude because she has to give this yeah. fucking mon two, two monologues about the fucking genius of blood on the tracks and then later on about this fucking life itself unreliable narrator shit she's the one who has the line yeah. the only reliable narrator is life itself and I was like, this television is lucky it was so expensive. <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry, the only unreliable narrator is life itself. That's how you, it's a, a life itself. And I just, dude, my fucking asshole tightened right up, closed for business, friend. I couldn't believe I heard that. I, I was kind of surprised it didn't do a, a freeze frame there. Just <laughs> leave you wild. <laughs> life is not telling a story, though, right? I mean, this is not a story. Uh, it's just a, a mass of biology. A, yeah, exactly. It's just a <laughs> teeming mass of like critters and a, and, a, and just the, the howls they all make at once. All sorts of scientific <laughs> accidents. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? You ever see a pizza that a slice of pizza that's like left in the garbage for months or something? Oh like, yeah. There's maggots all over it. That's what life is. It's yep. The maggots just eating every exactly. piece of pizza. They we're all get. we're all just decaying at different <laughs> rates. Exactly. That's all it is. Movie? So nice try, movie. This movie is so like tonally all over the fucking sure place is. and like it drives me crazy because it's also so indecisive like those 
the scene with Mandy Patinkin and and the granddaughter, like sure. so I, to, I, we're gonna so hop to, around. Yeah, so but just to oh try to like Lord. connect these people, Mandy Patinkin plays Oscar Isaac's father. Mm. Right. Yes. And in the current time, God, who knows what timeline's what in this movie? When Which Oscar, is the timeline where he's helping Claire Danes fight the Taliban? <laughs> I think that's just before the film starts. Yeah. Oh, I see. I, but I think he's I think he's still like uh, in that when when they're together. Okay, sure, so yeah. Oscar Isaac and Olivia Wilde are together. Right. Mandy Patinkin looks like himself. Yes. Right. A few years earlier, he's got a black beard like he's a pirate. <laughs> And then when, in a bad like <laughs> Disney ride. And then in the future, when he's just dealing with the granddaughter, he looks like Joseph of Arimathea. Yeah, or like Santa Claus. <laughs> I, this white beard, all it's one in the same. It's I, disgusting. I like. I, I. You know what? I would love a Mandy Patinkin Santa Claus movie every year. Yeah, yeah some I fucking actor it. should do like some crazy Santa Claus movie. But oh wait, what, could it be called Oi at Santa Claus? <laughs> I was more like nice cross cultural Santa Claus movie. <laughs> Be awesome. He wears a blue whole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can get into that. Santa Claus's Jewish cousin. I was, but he looks like a wise time traveler in this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's, just, oh, like, he's got like little sunglasses. Yes, exactly. And it's like yeah. he's wearing them. He's wearing them like a different time. Yes, exactly. So I'm like, where is that magical uh, telephone booth going to pop down and pick him up? <laughs> All right. No, I'm sorry, Kevin. Your point. No, he does look like Morpheus's cousin or something. <laughs> he does. Orpheus's cousin, Orpheus. Adopted cousin, no, like, sorry. Um, no, one day Keanu just is like, hey, Morpheus, and it's just Mandy Patinkin is like, Morpheus called out sick today. No, what happened is, dude, <laughs> the day Orpheus was born, Morpheus's parents were killed somehow, oh, so then no. Orpheus's parents adopted him. Oh, and they're, they're technically twins. Neo, <laughs> there's a Taliban plot against America. <laughs> you, must, you must track Damian Lewis. <laughs> You must take the form of Claire Danes in the Matrix. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, Damian Lewis, and uh, isn't it weird how life is connected? Yeah. <laughs> I'm British, but I, I just talk like Batman. That's my one speed. Uh, yes, get it certainly is. What I originally was saying, like, there's all these scenes where, like, there's this line of garbage dialogue, like, you know, I'm feeling this way about that thing and yeah. the other thing, and they're like, but what they really said was like, yes. yeah, that's fine. Oh, yes, all the they take do backs. it like seven times. And I'm like, that just means you couldn't decide what your movie was going to be. That's all that, Matt. That, the, I, it, and the worst one is when Mandy Patinkin is talking to the granddaughter. Yes, yes. And it's like right after his wife has passed away, they had to put the dog down. Sure. Her rough, parents rough are both dead. Here. Oh, rough year? Rough, rough year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and what's their dog's name? Oh, and th this... All right, so uh, put a pin in my thing really quickly. This is an example of why it's obnoxious because this movie thinks it's also funny. The dog's name is Fuckface. Fuck you, Fuckface. How about that? It's just like he he wrote this movie with an edgelord thesaurus. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Fuck face, get out of here! Um, he what he does is he you have this brief moment where he gets you get a like some fucking grade A Mandy Patinkin acting, sure, and he's talking about like I'm gonna get healthy, I'm gonna stay alive for you, granddaughter, this that the other thing, and then it's like record scratch. Actually, what he said was. <laughs> What I, oh. I shouldn't have had that bean for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what I 
What I also like about Mandy Patinkin, now that we're talking about him, he's got a good walk-in glass of whiskey. Like, yes. he's oh, yeah. walking yeah. around this house with this glass of whiskey. He'll drink it at some point, but he's just walking I, with well, it. And that's his glass, by the way. No other fingers touch that I've one. I've never been washed. If you take that away from him, I think he disappears. <laughs> okay. Into thin air. <laughs> so in the therapist's office, it's uh, yeah, it's Annette Benning, and she's like kind of trying to draw out what the story <sighs> is. And she keeps kind of asking, like, have you seen your wife? I forget her name at this point. I know it's Olivia Wilde. I forget the character's name. It's Annie. Will and... Is it Annie? No. I'll look it up on IMDb because there's a lot to keep track of here. But it's like, have you seen <clears throat> Abby. Olivia Wilde? Abby. Abby. Have you seen Abby lately? And he's like, no. And then they cut to him seeing her in a, in a restaurant and he's like breaking up. He's like, oh my God, you got to take me back, babe. We kind of, we, we're kind of like doing this weird defending your life nonsense where like yeah. she's going with him to watch the thing <sighs> and we're commenting on like, Dude. ooh, that's pretty good writing. I know, isn't it? It's like, just make them ghosts if you're doing this. Because <laughs> what's awful about that is like she is looking around the set yes. and acknowledging things. Right. And yes. it's like, it's a, like the quote reality of it is supposed to be Oscar Isaac is just talking so, to her. And it'd be one thing if that was the first one. If the first flashback, there are two there looking yes. at it, and then you explain it. That's like the ninth flashback in yeah, is right. them so kind of looking a- at him like, what? So now they what? What? <laughs> it's either always happening or it's not happening. I agree yeah, with it, you. It just drives you fucking nuts. Looked like they were filming that at the uh, the 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 West Side uh, Artichoke chain. Anybody notice that? I've never been there. Oh, me neither. It's what, great. Uh, it's 18th Street or the one way over by like Chelsea Market. Yes, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just looked like that's where we're filming. But this is where <clears throat> this location. I got the first of several hearty guffaws because. You have this scene, he's like crying in this restaurant, making a scene like, please come back to me, my wife, please come back to me. Yeah. And we continue with this counseling for a little bit. We go back to that scene, and Annette Benning is like pressuring him more, like, Will, when was the last time you saw your wife? When was yeah. the last time you saw your wife? Blah, blah, blah. We cut back to that restaurant. It's so poorly fucking framed because this dude just like, just, whatever, we're just slapping meat in front of a camera. It's like Oscar <laughs> Isaac is sitting in the background good of this meat, table. Good meat, though, I gotta say. This delicious meat. Good meat. Right and then here. there's just like a body out of focus obstructing the other side of the table so bad. Yeah. And then like that person moves and <gasps> the chair is empty. Ugh. Wait, what? Flashback again. No, it wasn't Annette Benning in front of the bus. It was Olivia Wilde dead getting hit by a bus while pregnant sick dude totally and sick mind fucking blown also, but dude when they cut to that empty chair i just burst out laughing <laughs> there's so many fucking people standing in the street <laughs> just standing in the street <laughs> well, let's have- why are you standing in the street <laughs> Let's get there when we get there. But he's also, we also have to talk about their college days. Oh, yeah. right. We have right. to talk about their, their salad college. days. Well, we also get, we get the origin of Fuckface. Yes, fuck face begins at this party. <laughs> All right, Fuckface, you have to take this little flower at the bottom. It's a little Yorkie. He has to go grab a little flower at the bottom of a mountain and climb to the top. And he does it with no problem. Uh, oh, be aware of your surroundings, bat dog. <laughs> That'd be great, but no, they're at a party. Fuck and face. Take, <laughs> take care of your limbs. Your asshole will take care of itself. Stop licking. What I'm saying is stop licking your ass. Fuck face. Lick your, lick your chest. Your asshole and legs will help themselves. Well, fuck face. The ample shirt is full far from the tree. <laughs> Why do we fall, Master Fuck face? So we can get down and roll over again. Fuck face. Eat the pill without the peanut butter. Eat it. <laughs> Eat it. 
fuckface like Constantinople or Rome, Petco will fall. You've only delayed their time, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're at a party and they're dressed, uh, Oscar Isaac's dressed as John Travolta in Pulp Fiction and sure. she's dressed as Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. And in I don't even know why there's like a plush dog and they're like, we're going to name it fuckface. So... It She's talking like, about yeah. like their well, so we have to reverse this a little bit because he gets into fucking creeptacular mode Oof. right before this. They're at a, a party at this like same frat house or whatever, and he's she's like, "When are you gonna ask me out, Will?" Yeah. And he gives this long weirdo thing about like, "When I ask you out, it has to be perfect because we're gonna be spending the rest of our lives together, and my fucking um, my fucking weird knife hands are will, gonna be all will, over the place." Could you stop jerking off, please. <laughs> Will, no, it's just this weird, like, that? it's going to be the most important thing I ever say in my life, and I'm not going to leave you ever. And you're like, whoa, this dude, I'm getting the fucking chills. Yeah, be like, yo, dude, we're in college, and I look like Olivia Wilde, so goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, I, that guy's, and, and, like, later, she kind of keeps mentioning, like, dude, you're really smothering. Like, you, yeah. your love is a weird thing, my friend. Because he knows, even though it's Oscar Isaac and he's handsome as hell. Oh, sure. In this movie, he's, like, not supposed to be that, and he knows, like, oh, man, I fucking bagged Olivia a while I have to like um, he's like overcompensating to make sure she sticks around kind we of We should thing. also say that this movie is being narrated by an unnamed younger woman that you don't know who it is until the end. Oh right <laughs> after Sam Jackson walks off set. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he quit. I kind of imagined that I think that he was read the rest of the scripts like yeah I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I kind of imagined that they had like a line of celebrities in this movie and they all walked off set in a similar way to Samuel Jackson and that was the only one that they actually caught on film. He was just Defo- like get the fuck out of my face Fogelman. Willem Dafoe was like what the fuck is this? Oh what no. What is I, this? I'm definitely doing Vox Lux now. This is garbage. What is this? Why don't you give me that garbage? I'm not guilty. Morgan Freeman didn't even pick up the fucking phone. Well, no. <laughs> That's more like it, Mr. Fuckface. I've got to do a movie where my dick falls asleep for an hour. <laughs> Mr. Fuckface, when I leave, you should delete this. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I'll be on television, sir, but I'll be on my own show. Thank you very much. <laughs> but so, yeah, so like... Um, when I ask you... Sorry, that's his speech, the when I ask you speech. Uh, yeah, he's, he's asking her out, whatever. We do cut to Pulp Fiction, and we're just doing a and This is like, oh, 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 with the Pulp Fiction. Dude, here's the thing. I love Pulp Fiction. Sure. I don't like when others tell me they also love yes, Pulp Fiction. Yes. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where it's like, we all know. We all get it. I'm that way with the Big Lebowski, man. Like, honestly, like, get yeah. me in my house. I don't want to hear anybody else talk about it. Yep. I'm going to watch that movie once every four years, enjoy it, and stop watching it. Oh, I watch it, like, twice a year. It's one of yeah. my favorite movies of all time, but it was a thing. One, I played that movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the screening because I knew that would happen. I saw a thing a theater was doing, like, a quote along. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I will watch that movie only with a maximum of maybe, like, three other people in the room. Sure. Fan, fans ruin a lot of shit, man. <laughs> fans ruin a lot of shit. But there's a weird... Because uh, we keep just flip-flopping between like this Halloween party yeah. and Oscar Isaac talking with Annette Benning, yeah. who I should mention, another person wasting their time in this movie. Yeah, she, she's she's almost gone. Like She's yeah. literally... She, nothing yeah. to do here. Mm. Um, but he says, like... 
Because she asks him something like, oh, Will, did you do your writing assignment? And he's like, yeah, but it was just a bad screenplay. Uh, me and Abby were going to write a screenplay one time. We considered ourselves a husband and wife, Tarantino. Oh, God. Here come the goose pimples again. Wouldn't you be like a husband and wife Cohen brothers? That would make a little more sense at least. Make at least it a thing with two people exactly. <laughs> yeah, like or a husband and wife. I'm trying or- to think of- is there even a husband and wife writing team? Uh, I think Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falco have write things okay, together. Okay, there you go. Sure. Or maybe a more personal reference that isn't the most obvious fucking one of the time. No, because they're fav- their favorite movies, so Pulp Fiction. Which one is the foot fetishist? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Oscar Isaac is the foot yeah. fetishist, and Uma Thurman's the racist. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Uma Thurman just says the N-word a lot mm, and yeah. uses it, makes uh, everybody uncomfortable, and it's like, yeah, I know kind of what you think you're doing, but you should really stop doing it. It's For art, this analogy, don't art. you mean Olivia Wilde? Yeah, who did I say? Uma Thurman. Oh, yeah. Apologies. <laughs> well, it would art, be awesome if she was in this movie, though. Art is meant to be provocative. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's why I'm just going to say slurs. <laughs> it's art. It's all right. So, uh, another, th- yeah. So, like, there's a lot of, like, kind of, so, uh, oh, he, at, at, at the Halloween party, he yes. does ask her to marry him. And this yep. is where she's like, look, your love is just really creepy and weird. What I was going to say was the younger woman who's narrating the movie says that uh, he loved her with a stalker's obsession. Yeah. Not cute. Not cute. Not cute. Really, really gross. But that's, again, why this movie sucks, because it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, that exactly. is, it's supposed to be that. Oh, he, he like almost stalks You're like, oh yeah. my God. Well, he <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just loves her so much. He'd kill her. Well, the, yeah, dude, exactly. we just got, listen, we, my wife and I finished watching Dirty John. Sure. Uh, uh, which, totally fun. Uh, creeptastic Eric Bana. I would recommend it. Uh, and then I went to watching this and I was like, well, I'm getting the same douche chills watching this movie as I was watching eight episodes of Dirty John, and it never like it never matters. It never like kind of comes to bear. I mean, it, it lets you know he's a little mentally unstable, which kind of leads to where he's going, but like not really because they use that as a carrot to dangle in front of you, thinking that she divorce leaves yes, him. Yes, yeah, like all this like smothering her and you know moving too fast and whatever else is all like. To, uh, it's a red herring no. for like, oh, well, they must have gotten divorced. Nope, that's what real love is. Obsessing about the person until you can't think of anything else and will happily take off their head and live with it for several years uh, and not report the crime. Until you're fucking that head like high tension, dude. Indeed. Indeed and just you like would. a red herring, like a herring, it stinks. It smells like a, it's like a rotten fish. Yes. This movie is like I a have bucket heard. of rotten fish heads left out in the highest sun. There's uh, at, at this like moment where they're kind of like, she kind of goes, yeah, okay, I'll marry you. She goes, I just want you to know, you know, like my parents died. It's a line that makes me, I can't. It's a line I can't even say. She's like, you know, my parents died when I was really young and it makes me sad sometimes. And he's like, oh, does it? It's like, I know, baby, I know. And then we kind of get into this thing where it's like, let's talk about Abby for a little while. Oh, right. No. This is, so we're going to get like, and dude, talk, just like one way ticket on the exposition train. Jesus Christ. And all of this honestly does not matter. It doesn't matter at all. I mean, like I, when, the, when the second half of the movie happens, I'm like, what is he? What, what did any of that matter? And I think what this is, is like you had an idea for Two what would have been like. Maybe a slaps length uh, miniseries of television exactly. or something. Sure. Yes. And we are just playing the padding game yes. to make this somehow a two hour motion picture. 
Thank God it's only two, though. Honestly, I was that's so true. Worried. You're very right. Didn't they say it was longer? Was it longer at Toronto? Uh, I think that might have been a thing. No, you said there was that rash of suicide. Oh no, that was just that was that was the that was the conversion to Canadian minutes. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's true. I no, Captain, I think you're thinking of the uh, the Chris Pine movie was longer at Toronto. Oh, Outlaw King. Yeah, and they, they cut they cut that severely. Yeah. This was just mocked at Toronto. This, okay. this could have used some knives and, and horses falling into ditches. Yeah, and sword fights. Beheading. Oh, do we have real life horses falling in ditches? They look pretty convincing. There's I don't a lot. Know. Of fun horse stuff yeah. in that movie. There's great horse plot. <laughs> Am I the only one who hasn't seen that? It's. I mean, it's not I a guess. great movie, honestly. Yeah, is it like a fun movie? It's, it's a Sunday night yeah. while you're cooking. Put it's, that on. You know what it is? It is also a hangover movie, I would say. Oh, yeah. For sure. oh, Big or time. a dad afternoon. It is. Oh, yeah. Dads a, out a dad for a dad afternoon. Dad, dad afternoon and hangover movies got a lot of crossover exactly. there. Exactly. Uh, it depends on the dad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so we get into her now, right? And we this find is... out her parents were teachers, and they're really cute. There's all this stuff about all these her little fascinations she had as a kid, as a very little kid, until bum 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 tragedy strikes, and oh my god, grief porn! I get so hard when people are fucking sad. Well, this guy, I mean, he kills Milo Ventimiglia. He kills no less than fucking four parents in this movie. He's like the fucking parent. <laughs> Terminator. Sia <laughs> Connor. You will have a baby one day, therefore I must kill you. Milo Ventimiglia. Yes. He is a crockpot. Plug it in. Good cooking. Are you a member of the PTA? <laughs> but this is also, this is some fucking grade A first year film school. I'm trying to be edgy Horseshit, garbage. Uh, they, there's a car accident. You see it only from the little girl's perspective, or mm-hmm. you zoom in on the little girl's a face. A guy right. in a Santa's outfit kills her parents, <laughs> and then she has to be Santa at the mall in a few years, and it triggers this just, reaction. Just to make the bills, just to get you know, and then, keep up. Let and me then ask She goes you on this. a killing spree as Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and that's the movie. Now, Steve, this tragedy. Uh huh. Was it one of those things where the uh you know it there was a it was a bad car accident gotcha, uh-huh. um and you know the paramedics did all they could but sadly mm. that father succumbed to his injuries Oh no 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 dude Oh well, what was it then He got fucking decapitated Dude come on dude Oscar <laughs> Isaac is just like so can you imagine an 8 year old girl sitting for 4 hours in a car next to her decapitated father's fucking head Shut up! Just shut up! Let the and, bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. And not only that, then her uncle picks her up and he molests her. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like, the god fucking twofer. Decapitated father, molester uncle. Shut up! But be- between that, sandwich between that is bought her a dog and then stomped it to death. Oh, right! <laughs> right, you're oh, right! right! <laughs> This lady should have grown, grown up to be Rorschach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At oh, very then, least, she should be the lead or something. Like, I, this is the fucking crazy life. <laughs> so then, one day, Abby took a gun and waited for Uncle Joe to come home. And when he did, he pointed it at his head and said, if you touch me again, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then... Shot him in the knee yeah. to make him know that she was serious. Because you're locked up in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's so fucked up about Dan Fogelman is that you're right. Abby 
alone, that whole story would have been a good movie if you had a good tone yes. or something. Yeah, it's it called been a movie. Theodora but Bundy. <laughs> as it is left in this movie, it might as well have been soundtracked to like 20, 20, 24 hours ago. <laughs> I want to be sedated. <laughs> it's like the, it's like, uh, the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, montage. Yes. For, uh, Judy is a punk from uh, Royal Tenenbaums, <laughs> but instead of like her hooking up with all these dudes, That's the it's tone. all this tragedy befalling her. That's the tone. Jackie for- is a bug, Judy is a rut, and your dad got decapitated in a car accident. I would love to see what Wes Anderson could make a decapitated head look like. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that'd be adorable. It would probably be claymation. Yeah. <laughs> Spurting clay blood? I love it. Like the cat in Grand Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> But so that's kind of her backstory, and like this is the best. This is uh, so you know Oscar Isaac is telling this whole thing, and and like he's like, yeah, oh yeah, she blew his, his knee off. I always kind of imagined like a young Natalie Portman playing her at that point, and then like Annette Benning's like, I don't know who Natalie Portman is. And they go on this thing, and he's like, you should watch like young, uh, like he goes like, you should watch like old uh, or early Natalie Portman stuff, man. Like you know, Beautiful Girls, The Professional. If I was a therapist and somebody told me that, I'd just write in my notes. Pedophile question? <laughs> oh, you have to watch the professional. Yeah. She's so beautiful. I mean, and talented. Watching, watching the professional and then beautiful girls back to back. Yikes! What now, is beautiful girls? That's that movie where uh, like Michael uh, Rappaport, Michael Rappaport, and Timothy. What's his face? Pulse. Timothy Hutton, Hutton wants to like have sex with her, and it's not that. It's supposed to be not that weird. Uma Thurman, I think, uh, is also in. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a comedy, and this is like around the professional time. Yeah, it's like she's probably like two, Nine, maybe a year after two. Ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's so anybody who wants to watch both those movies, also, yeah. I, I was gonna say, scratch out pedophiles, right? <laughs> pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I don't. I, I well, you bri- can't have them say Star Wars, by the way. Sorry, you yeah, can't yeah. say Star exactly. Wars. Exactly. I briefly looked at the IMDb trivia before I like closed the browser and threw the computer against the wall because it was <laughs> it was like, oh, um, they were both in Star Wars. Bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. A little trivia. Burp. Well, they're also in both in Annihilation from this year, which is a much better movie. Oh yeah, my yeah, god! By fucking true. ten thousand football fields. I want that bear, that fucking naked, yes. weird, skeletal bear, yep. to just fucking eat the world. No, I want to see it in various timelines. Show me that bear when it was a bear. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it was a baby mean? bear. You know, like what happened there? Dude? And then what's going on with that baby bear's grandfather? Exactly. Does he have a whiskey glass? <laughs> Well, no, it's, it's the bear and then the woman that gets merged with him. And you these, yes. these two stories. Well, yeah. And then, and then the event happens. They go in the shimmer and whoops. Now they're the same creature. Because eventually it's going to start talking like Annette Benning screaming. And then it's going to start sounding like Oscar Isaac screaming. And then it gets hit by a bus. <laughs> the screech the of a bus. <laughs> so the next movement here is we go to my parent, to Oscar Isaac's parents' place. Little rich boy over here, by the way. Oh, oh my God. Look at this fucking house. I don't even know the, the Ghostbusters house. I don't, it's like an old firehouse. I think they're living. They're living in <laughs> like. He pretend could go down a fireball. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Hey, does this pole still work? Yes, it does. Since that old. Ghostbuster movie, old Ghostbusters or whatever. Yes. Old Busters. Put Mandy Patinkin in there. Yes. Dude, oh wait, dude, old Ghostbusters call it Us Busters. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Old, wait, old Ghostbusters, is that the one with like all the inbred Slimer children? <laughs> oh yeah. 
Here's what you do. You get Bill Murray in that new Ghostbusters movie, and he's setting up his his suicide because obviously Venkman's going to kill himself. That's sure. just the end conclusion of his It has to, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. And he's setting up not only the traps to hang himself, but also the traps to trap his ghost because he knows. Yeah, exactly. The the day, he and he doesn't want he doesn't want his good friend Ray Stance to have to do it. Right, yeah. exactly. Right? Or or Winston Zeddemore. So he's like, listen, I'm I'm going to kick the chair. <clears throat> the method is all set up. I'm going to drop. The chair will fall backwards. It'll hit the trap button. Yep. I will collect myself. Mm-hmm. And you guys then, don't have to worry then, about it. Uh, Terry walks up the stairs. Terry is Mandy Patinkin, who's the silent partner at Ray's Occult Books. Oh, oh perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. There it is. And then he writes a book about that, seeing yes. that weird shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's all fragmented. By the way, is it and then, reliable? And, and then he joins the CIA. And, uh, exactly. He and then he's like, Terry, get terrorists. out of there. <laughs> He wants to kick, Venkman wants to kick that chair, by the way, because as it turns out, Dana Barrett got hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And it, it turned out it happened while baby Oscar was still inside. Oh, no. And it's just Ghostbusters 2 was in our mind. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. So we're at Mandy Patankin's house. His wife is played by Gene Smart. Also uh, on this Dirty John, by the way. We love to just pretend Oscar Isaac can be anything. Like Mandy Patankin as his dad, sure, maybe. maybe. But like his mom has to be Hispanic in one way or another. Yeah. Like you can't just have Gene Smart, the whitest lady yeah. you know, yeah, as like, Oscar oh, Isaac's biological mother. All right. <laughs> she's really good in Legion too. She's great in Legion, she and she's really great good. in that that season of Fargo. This oh yeah, yeah. Also very. Uh, good. Oh fuck, she's the the boss, the yeah. mom, boss mother, right? Oh, I totally Again, this forgot. Cast is fantastic. She is great in that Dirty John. I, the three of you are looking at me like I'm fucking oh, no, crazy, no, but no, that no, show. I, I just haven't gotten fun. To it. I know what is, it, what is that on crack. It's, it's on. I just it's, don't know anymore. It's on Bravo, and I was Bravo, legitimately really? surprised to be watching I Bravo thought, original programming. I thought it was a streamer. No, it it's on yeah, Bravo. It streaming, yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, it's on okay. Bravo. Connie Britton. Was great. it a mini series or a thing? It's they, they eight episodes. Eight episodes. Okay, based it's off based of apparently a podcast. podcast. Wow. Which okay. I didn't know. Um, hey, uh, Bravo. We're, we're available. <laughs> oh man, we yeah. hate movies. The movie that yeah, would be something. Dirty movies. <laughs> it's just Mandy Patinkin playing all four of us. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, they go to this that. dinner. They go to this dinner, and like Gene Smart, I don't know, is wasted. Holy or fuck! Dude. I'm so glad your parents are dead. Oh man, so great that they're dead. I don't have to share my grandchild. With she them. knows what I mean, <laughs> dude. Whenever you have to like qualify horrible shit you're saying with, but he or she knows what I mean. Yeah. They yeah. don't know, it. or I, they do know, and fuck you. I'm just at home, fucking giving applause to Gene Smart. <laughs> like, That's right. You tell her, and like it's that. By the way, fuck we do, these people. It's one of two uh, because this movie was put out by Amazon Studios. Uh, Mandy Patinkin has to stop. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah, they're eating dinner and he looks at the, the. They're talking about like baby toys. Like, yeah, it took me all night to te- to tear down those Amazon boxes. I it's couldn't very, even believe it. It was very easy to buy all these baby toys on Amazon. Wow, Gene Smart, I'm so glad we signed up for Prime. <laughs> the sh- I mean, you know, it took me all night to break down the boxes, but all the money I saved on shipping. I mean, did, did you guys see it? The little the swoop up in the corner, <laughs> just watermark. <laughs> just, like, just when that happened, just a little swoop. It's coming later too, just to let Ma- you know. Mandy Patinkin's saying "fucking" all over this movie, like every Again, other word. Because they're supposed fucking. to be one of the. It's a. It's an obnoxious like translation of like a like liberal household. Sure. Where, like yeah. we're uh. just we're just tossing profanity like that. I still get guff for using profanity in the house around my folks. I mean. 
You know, they fun. deal with it. Now, but, you now know. that we're talking about, it, I'm like realizing. I think my folks are more profane than I am. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I'm. Like oh the man, concern. got a couple of dirty Johns over there. <laughs> like, I don't know what that means, but I'll agree. <laughs> I'm about on par with my mother. Uh, really? The cursing. I'm like the conservative reactionary to what my family <laughs> was. It's like that uh, Michael J. Fox character. So, uh, you, oh, you're the Alex P. So, so yes. in the birdcage, you're Gene Hackman. <laughs> exactly. I, I, yes, I'm Gene Hackman. No, but it's um, it's uh, I've been like living the double standard forever because like my mother will swear like a sailor and then mm. I'll do it. It's like watch it. I'm like, yeah. Well, it, where do you think I figured it out from? <laughs> But they are just, they're flip fucking all through this fucking dinner scene. We're fuck, fuck, fuck. We leave, and then this is when we're walking back. And mm-hmm. uh, because she wants to walk off, she had a big, a big dinner, and she's like, Meatloaf. Th- we had meatloaf. By the way, we're going to have a little girl. And he's like, What? Are you kidding me? And they're, and you know what? Like, this is why you don't just walk and talk in New York City, okay? Right. You got to keep your eyes on the fucking no, prize. You do, you do not walk and talk. You you're you're getting to A to B right now, and you yep. need to fucking focus because everybody don't shut deal. the fuck up, and we will don't, talk when exactly. we get to the restaurant. We don't want to deal with the dilly dallying. <laughs> World is not your fucking playground, okay? Exactly. <laughs> There's a My stop Lord. sign there. And like, if you're gonna hey. fucking move slow, move to the right. Leave a passing oh, lane. Yep. Leave a passing. Also, lane. if you're giving life changing news, be like, "Can we stop here for a second? And then, yeah, like yes. exactly, like do one of those things. I'm gonna tell you this in the middle of Sixth Avenue. So give me a minute to get to the middle of this oh, intersection. No, have have the grace enough to go to a bodega's awning. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. She's talking in the middle of the street, and she's surprised when a bus hits her. So yeah, she, she's walking, and yeah. she, and he's like, "Wow, hey." I'm your biggest fan. I guess to like say something cute. Yeah. She turns around and goes, "Ah!" and gets hit by a bus like mm-hmm. fucking meet Joe Black. Delicious. Shush. <laughs> she. Uh, he also says that like, oh, I know what you're gonna name her. Oh blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. Oh right. Yeah. Then it ends up being. No, no. That's because that's what it goes with the the naming thing. Because he's like sh- Dylan. Oh yeah. Is what they're gonna call it. You he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> And she's like Oscar Isaac. She's like, I know you don't like him. And he's like, No, I'm his. I'm his biggest fan. Oh, got it, got it, got it. dude. Listen. Oscar Isaac earlier in this film tells Olivia Wilde that Bob Dylan sings like he's got a bag of dicks in his mouth or something. Uh-huh. Edge Lord horseshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I've in my notes I've eat a dick quoted by Bob Dylan, and I have no idea <laughs> yeah. how it got there. So I'm guessing it's from the same scene you're mentioning. Yeah, because she's remember. trying to explain. Why blood on the tracks? She feels is the best Bob Dylan. It's not album. blood on the tracks. It's uh, time, time out of mind. mind. Oh, yeah. pardon me. Pardon it's me. It's the comeback album. Yeah. Like Bob uh, and the Power Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. It's listen. like a fucking Cusack monologue. Yes. <laughs> you know, out yeah. of uh, what was that High Stephen Fierce movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Can I ask something? Also a book. Uh, <laughs> it was also a book. Um, I have a question. I feel like it's. It's way too late in the game for me to be asking this, and I feel like I know what it is. Is this a poem? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I am always asking that about everything. Uh Can you guys, like, just... What is the actual definition of edgelord? What does that mean? A dude that's, like, trying to be edgy to impress you. Extreme! That's what... yeah. That's what I figured. I yeah. didn't know if like also edging was involved. No, I mean oh, that's why I put it kind of confused. Yeah, they, you could be an edging edge lord. The Venn diagram <laughs> yes. of people into like insane pornography <laughs> and 
Dude, be, two words that sound really edge. horrible going together is insane <laughs> pornography. That, that's that's a purple circle you exactly. got going right there. <laughs> I like the idea of going to Pornhub and there's all these tabs of like girl, 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 guy, 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 insane. <laughs> oh, you want insane pornography? I guess I meant like in volume wise. <laughs> no. There's that t- that tab. We'll call the cops. <laughs> so. What we really dare want, you to click this. I don't have a question, but I got a statement. Oh, please. Yes. Sure. Stop naming your kids Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's over idea. with. Start naming them Siska or Shishka, <laughs> however you want to pronounce it. Sure. Or name him We Hate Movies. Him or her. <laughs> yes, we Hate exactly. Movies. As the first name. Ruin a life. Right we've already, we've right already had one person with impeccable taste. Sure. Dick Hot Dog the Child. <laughs> No, but someone got a We Hate Movies tattoo. They got a yes. figured out tattoo. I want to see more We Hate Movies tattoos. I want to see more We Hate Movies babies. I want to start hearing stories about we conceived this child during We Hate Movies. Exactly. How could you get hard to this? Yes. That's, wait, that's are a you good not? Point. <laughs> let, let, let me check. Wait, Steve, wait, this wait. is episode 401, and this is my 401st direction. Andrew, edit in a boner clang. Just take it from Love Guru. It's just, it's just me hitting a pot with a wooden spoon. <laughs> All the foley artistry. So yeah, no, no. As but yeah, as as she turns around, she gets hit by this bus. We do see this kid in the in the front of the bus. Right. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I was like, so sure. Like, is that a ghost? That's I what like, I, oh, fuck, I thought. It was ghost? totally a ghost. <laughs> I didn't notice the kid at all until later, later when we, we get the we get the kid's story. So, so then, yeah. uh, and then we cut back to Oscar Isaac, and he's like, "Yeah, man, it's so sad." Blah blah blah. She's like. Why don't you look? Your, your daughter lived. Abby died. Yep. You have to go to your grand, your parents' house to meet your daughter. Oscar Isaac, go meet your daughter. And he's like, you know what, man? He's drunk and drinking this entire therapy session. Mm-hmm. I don't know a therapist worth their salt that wouldn't kick this guy out and be like, how dude, the fuck? You, look, dude, you, you, you're disrespecting the session right now. You got to you got to get sober somewhere. He puts like he puts like two full Jack Daniels airplane uh, bottles mm-hmm. in that coffee that he he got back when he was making the scene. You can totally smell that. You're sitting like three feet away from tell, him. Tell me if you're a therapist. I don't think anyone treats uh, yeah, anyone that's uh, like actually uh, actively drunk. I'm, he, a, I'm a therapist. <laughs> you are not. Well, you said tell me. I'm. You're. I said, he was speaking to the audience. A, I was just doing what he said to do. The Tweet booze. at me if you if you would treat somebody who's actively drinking in a session the or drunk. Booze chased with about six oxycontin or yes. God knows what. It was, fuck no, he bra- mostly Xanax. Yeah, he Xanax. brags to that. He brags to that barista that it's Xanax, and then he blows his brains out. And they get Andrew Jupe in haughty laugh the second, dude. Oh my lord, I'm laughing at this movie. And it's like, and like, you know, why do that to Annette Benning? What did I know? The whole time is like, you're very nice, you're a very good person, blah blah blah. Then yeah, just take that down, well, take that in the street. You know, it would, take that on the A train if you want to. Oh, oh that's why, my train. Why? No, <laughs> no, it's where it's better to do it in your therapist's office than yeah. it is to do it in a public transit because people got places to go. You that's true. That yeah, that's, oh man, service. that's true. Then you'd hear the fucking after an earlier. In Incident, there's a delay, and you all sorts know. of people are blowing their heads or off. The, you know, at the very least, be like, "Oh, can I use your bathroom really quickly?" Like, there's That's tile fair. in there; that, the yeah. brains That's can get. True. Yeah, that carpet is destroyed. Listen, just get naked, get into the bathtub. Don't slit your wrist. Just shoot yourself <laughs> in the bathtub. That way, no clothes are ruined. Mm-hmm. Everything can be washed mm-hmm. away, probably except for the brain matter. Yes, and if you're gonna do it in, in like a public display like this, do it. Do it. Go full hog. Do the you, Bud Dwyer. You can find uh, more uh, good, good, uh, good stories like this in Eric's upcoming uh, "If I Did It." Yes, <laughs> it's a it's a ten piece series blog. <laughs> 
where I, I theorize about how I would do crime. Um, so he's dead. So he's dead. We cut to, and this, this this young girl is still narrating. We don't know who this young girl is. We start learning about Dylan and how like how sad her life is. Chapter two, Dylan Dempsey. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. And like, and I met five other kids named Dylan today. Right? <laughs> Are we starting the movie now? Can I tell you this was the creepiest part of the movie right here? Though, what's that? Because it's like. Well, we have this whole thing. We we briefly discussed it already where the narrator is like, so, yep, Dylan Dempsey uh, had kind of a rough life, went to live with her grandparents uh, when she was like six. Her grandmother died when she was seven. They had to put fuck face down. This is where Mandy Patinkin, there's that the joke like gotcha dialogue, and then but he then just... gotcha, sorry, cut to fuckface in Italy with Anne Hathaway at a fucking <laughs> at a restaurant, and Michael Caine. Was that fuckface over there? <laughs> Dude, this no, is, listen, this listen, is fucking... fuck, listen, fuckface. One day I'm gonna go to a restaurant and I'm gonna see you, and you're gonna see me, but we're not gonna say anything, right? It's gonna be really cool. Fuck this face. fucking dog just looks up from ordering prosecco and just like tips his hat to Michael Caine. I can't bear it. Another fuckface. <laughs> I failed you, Mister Fuckface. I failed you. That's right. Fuckface's grandparents used to do the Underground Railroad right through, <laughs> right through this bad game. You know what? That was one detail too many, Chris Nolan. Yes, I yeah. agree. There, I agree. Oh there. yes, it was. But I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh no! So they had that exchange, and you know, Mandy Patinkin, because the little girl's like, oh, yes. "Are you gonna die, Grandpa?" And he's yeah. like, "Nope." Yeah. So then they do a thing where it's like, and then magically, Dylan Dempsey became twenty-one years old, and they start with this little seven-year-old actress. Yeah. And they do a fucking slow motion facial morph Geef. into Olivia Cook. Oh my god, it was disgusting. You got that Bezos money, man. It's like, this is what this suspect would look like uh, (laughs) at this age right now. And I mean, like, Olivia Cook, by movie, she's out of this movie in 20 minutes, like 15 minutes tops. And she's awesome. For more Olivia Cook, see the totally awesome movie Thoroughbreds, by the way. Oh, I, I really keep wanting to see that. Oh, it fucking rocks, dude. And Pretty she's good. awesome in it. She's totally flushed down the toilet in this movie. Because the, the character, which the movie should be about, like, yeah. if, if that's the prologue, that's what the, I thought it was going to be. The rest of the movie is her story and ab- about her dealing with this shit. So, so she. Is, is in a band. Yeah, she, it's her 21st birthday. She's mm. shitty to Mandy Patinkin. And again, I was like, more Mandy Patinkin, please? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so she goes to play this gig. Holy fuck. With this band that she has, she's like the singer. PB&J, by the way. This might as well be called the fucking Zack Attack. What a ridiculous <laughs> name for a fucking band. The Especially, by the way, they're like new metal, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. This, they're like new, new metal. Because now I, this is now taking place... To contextualize this for the audience, that's this, I right, think, we, we have to stop right here because I, right. I we need to talk about this because I'm I'm totally confused. All right, so we got to do the so math. Bus hit was like 2015 or something. It's got to be because they were in college. So at that Halloween party, they're playing that Justice song. Yes, the A N T A. Actually, tell me what was right. They're not in college at that point. That that that's them out of college. Really? No, that was a Halloween party. It would have to be because they get married at the Halloween. They'd engage at the Halloween party. But this is the big one. College sweethearts. This this. Everything they mention, Hoobastank. 
No, well, I when she's a, dude, I missed a fucking H stank ref. <laughs> Hooba stank. They're, they're just ref. talking the stank and Jen doll. No, yeah. no, no, no. But he, that comes up all the time. What he are you makes talking it, about? It's coming up right now. <laughs> no, no. He's making it clear that that would be like the modern music because, uh-huh. as compared to Bob Dylan, he's like Hooba stank is now. So that means mm-hmm. that at most, yeah, total tops, two thousand four. She's is she's dead. She said, by, okay, wait, you're, you're serious right now. <laughs> so when are they supposed to be in college? When, that wait, Justice that? song she's, is at the Halloween party. She's that, born in that, 1985. Yes. Wait, so the actress Abby, or? Abby is born in 1985. Do we know that? I know that for we, sure. Did, How do we know that? They do say that. He says that. Okay. In, in, the, in the narration. Justice song is like 2006, Three. like late 2006. Are is you, it? You, I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure. I thought I remember it was. being an adult with a brain walking around doing that song. I remember liking that song. But. The other thing too is that when they're sitting in the bed, talk, like it's before they go to the parents' dinner, right? Which is her last day of life. There is a chunky iPod in an iPhone. Is how they're listening to it, like a chunkier. And that would be iPod. a two thousand three. Yeah, I kind of D A N C E two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Makes no so sense. So unless it's a continuity error, I mean, yeah. I so I don't know. I saw somebody the other day say that they listen to their show on a fucking iP- our show on an iPod Classic. Okay, so, maybe, so yeah. they're still around. They, they might be like audio files that they get sounds better or something. <laughs> like maybe that's how you listen to it. Yeah, Who knows? or you just you just don't have a smartphone. Maybe you know. No, but I, I'm just. But saying, if it's so, it's eighty five. So let's say then you're graduating college in like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Don't they say she was she died when she was thirty five years old? Did I make that up? So or, oh no, Oscar Isaac is thirty five when he dies. He's thirty five. So. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, Marty! This movie Reaper, wants to Grim make you Reaper, blow your brains out. Can the Grim Reaper show up and walk us through this? <laughs> but oh, in any event, so okay, what year? What she year would be thirty in twenty fifteen. Okay, so then twenty years later, twenty one years later, we're talking twenty thirty six. This is this is her twenty first birthday. Yeah, yeah. So it's twenty thirty six. We're talking about the year twenty thirty. Wait, when did when is Olivia Wilde supposed to have died? It, we don't know, but assuming a, if she's thirty, if, if Oscar Isaac is thirty-five, we uh-huh. have just kind of assume they're the same age. Uh-huh. Thirty-five, right? Let, All right, so yeah, a, so twenty. Let's call it twenty thirty-six is when Olivia Cook is going to play this concert. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, and it's like shitty. I wouldn't qualify it as new metal. It's a, it's like a bad hardcore band kind of. Right. And she is singing this Bob Dylan mm. song, and and the replicant Ryan Gosling is in the audience <laughs> because of twenty thirty seven. What the fuck? Oh man, yeah. And she's like, it's this weird. She's like, she gets in front of this keyboard, mm. and she, what's the tune that she's singing here? Isn't it the uh, the one that bring the, you my love? Or? Yes, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And she starts like doing like a piano version of it, and like some dudes like show me your tits, yeah, and like she throws a beer bottle at him. Nothing like, so that's, changes, huh? But so you're like, okay, like that's what this character is. I can't wait to get to know this character more. <laughs> then it turns into like she does like a few little lines on the keyboard, and then it turns into this like hardcore version of this song. Yeah, hard. Wake noise. me up, wake me up inside. <laughs> Yeah, it's very evanescent. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was feeling. Yeah, it's so bad. She like beats the shit out of some woman in the green room. I think it's great. She's shoving a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in her face, stomping on her phone. It's great. <laughs> By the way, what would that phone? We don't even know what that phone would look like in exactly. twenty thirty seven. Yeah, it looks that like a like it a looks razor. Like a, did it? <laughs> it looked like a razor. No, that's so not, we went back. 
No, dude, the razor's flipping, dude. I think yeah. this was a flat. It was a flat guy. Maybe that's the thing. They're just telling us like time is fluid. Oh, I you know? see. Everything, oh, yes. everything that's happened has already happened. Time's a flat circle. <laughs> what is happening now is happening now. Right. <laughs> so uh, she gets really upset. Like, yeah, she's making out with her boyfriend. This woman is filming it. They get into a fight. She pushes a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into her face. That got somebody somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, my sure. God, my PB&J fetish, and now they're making fun <laughs> of me on the show. Didn't she stomp <laughs> something way, with her foot, too? Yeah, she, oh, yeah, she oh so that was all, all, st- all <laughs> Stomping this- phones and smushing Sammies. <laughs> Someone's spending some time under the insane tab <laughs> on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> like it's insane because like how are you even into this yeah but, but you know. so in whatever sense so she like leaves she's very upset uh and she goes to a park bench in the west village falls asleep bad idea first of all yeah, yeah. No. Uh, for Jesus. anybody right there on sixth avenue right in front of that fucking right aid that's right you there you don't wake up by the way well you fall asleep it, well, on a park the, bench the, you don't wake up 2036 yes. that's like what that's 16 years 17 years from now yeah yeah, yeah. so that by then it's only the rich yeah, so it's like true. it's a playground for <laughs> by then it's only the rich you're she, totally right she, everybody only, else has been fucking kicked out or fucking killed yeah so. dude, we all got fucking deported to the boroughs <laughs> she only could be a bothered by the hollow homeless which is the holograms of homeless people that they oh, have yeah. now which they do to just sort of give the city some culture that yeah, once after flavor. like after a couple of years without the homeless everyone kind of missed them but they didn't want actual people so they right. just got holograms of and it's people. way fun to throw cans at the hollow homeless <laughs> make you feel my love is the name make of the you sorry. uh she falls asleep and that's i the was end thinking of-, of the pj harvey song sorry and then we cut to the well, wait, gonzalez hold- family oh i'm sorry hold missing, the phone I'm missing, uh, because the phone. There's a thing that shock of all shocks makes no sense. Mm. When she passes out on that fucking bench, she sees her oh. mother get hit by the bus. Yes. And she knows what went down. And she sees the little well, boy. She was ah. there. Nope. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. was inside the belly. Well, you're right. There's Psych- a belly button. Psychic trauma can do that. Yeah. Man. Oh, like no, passing on memories and pro- shit? Possibly. Yeah. Well, like if, if Olivia Wilde... Dude, who knows hit, how babies work? But, well, if you get hit by the bus so friggin' hard, it pushes your mind into the child. So then she, <laughs> she she took in the memory of the 75-year-old retiree who was watching this all go down <laughs> yeah. from the bench? Yeah. Good no, it, no, it's like this... I had to point it out because turns out, Chris Cabin... It's fucking stupid. Drives me nuts. Mm. Why not just make uh, have have a thought? Just fucking imagine something uh, else. Uh, uh, uh. Life itself. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to a new title card, chapter three, the Gonzalez family. Right. And we're in Spain now, and Antonio Banderas owns an olive vineyard, and you might be at home like. Wait, what does this have to do with anything that I just heard for the last yeah, hour? This, this is show? not a bit. This is not a bit. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, who's the other actor? He's really good. Uh, oh, the dude uh, playing Javier? Yeah. Uh, yeah Sergio Perry Manchetta? He, you know who he is, Eric. Oh. Wait, what? He's the yep. villain in the new Rambo. Yep, that's in right. the new Rambo? Yep. He's playing Hugo Martinez, Rambo 5, colon, last blood. He's the head of the cartel. <laughs> Why is this supposed to excite me? Because <laughs> you're the Stallone head. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not. Too late. <laughs> no. Too no. late. Dude. Already labeled. Already happened. Oh, God. They shouldn't be doing that movie. The movie, <laughs> the, by the way, the movie begins with him as a cowboy. 
What Rambo? Yeah. Listen, if John Rambo's on the screenplay, no, I just—he's on a ranch. There's a picture of him in a cowboy hat. Uh, and well, that's chaps. at least it's true to how the last movie ended. Yeah, Remember, he, he goes yeah, home. Yeah, that's true. Listen, yeah. they need to bring Frank Stallone into the franchise. Yes, I agree. Because like that guy's insane. Yeah, and like racist, who else are you going to get to say racist, crazy yeah. shit? I know. And, like it would. Stallone be, won't say it in public. By the way, he used to follow me on Twitter. We used to go back and forth I all the time. That, I me and Frank. This. Dude, it was Your kind of like locked me though. Now he Eric did. would catfish Frank Stallone <laughs> insofar as he, he would say shit, making think that Frank Stallone, making Frank Stallone think that Eric was agreeing yes. with what Frank Stallone was saying, mm-hmm. and Frank Stallone would go along with it, like, "Yeah, it's right, brother. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm talking about, Muslims." <laughs> And then when he made fun of those Parkland kids, yep, and uh, he like did this apology, which was clearly not written by him. And I yeah. said, I quote tweeted and said, "When your older brother makes you apologize for something, and he blocked me." <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. But 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 his politics is is obviously it's grotesque. Yes. So and it sounds like this new movie is in line with those politics. So Frank Stallone should be in the movie. Maybe he's doing a no. ghost written right on the on the script. Oh, I'm right. just saying, man. I mean, I had to stay in Vietnam when we got the border. I mean, he's saying it's a crisis at the border, man. And Rambo's gonna put a stop to that crisis. Can you put a stop to it. Oh, dude, a human wall, of just big Rambo chest, <laughs> stretch it thousands yeah, of miles. You need steel when you got. Rambo, man. That it's might weird. actually be in that movie, man. You I don't bet. Know. You don't know. You don't know. Beefcake wall. I bet you it's <laughs> gonna happen. He gets Rick Moranis's serum, the one that he reverses it, and he's big like the baby this time. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second to realize where. Okay, like, what, what the movie? fuck are you talking about, Kevin? <laughs> okay, Fucking... Rick Moranis's serum. I didn't think I'd hear that today. Rick Moranis' <laughs> dangerous porno. <laughs> you meant? Oh wait, it was a laser. I'm sorry. From yeah. the Honey yeah. Eye franchise. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no fucking serum. <laughs> It was a huge laser. I'm sorry. It was the biggest laser you've ever seen. (laughs) So Antonio Benderes. Oh, right. Olive oil, the motion picture. Which is... The best part of this movie, I mean, like, he's give great. Me, like he he gets like a, he gets talking about like how his Italian father like took his mother from this area and how that dude was a shit lord and he's just talking for like twenty minutes about his family lineage and it's the best part of the he film. gives yeah. his monologue it's so awesome I didn't know where it was gonna go I was like it doesn't go anywhere no I know but yes you're correct but at the time the monologue was happening sure I was like is he gonna cut this guy's throat because I didn't know like what yes, kind of yeah. guy he was like, or what is kind of businessman like, hit on him or something like who knows but also it just made me I'm sitting there like oh man yeah you know Antonio Banderas I think is a good actor he's in that new Almodovar movie when's that coming out uh, dude I'm looking at release <laughs> dates during the chapter of yeah. this movie because I mean like well, the story here is we're, we're a family in Spain yeah. uh, this guy Javier uh, gets promoted by his boss to live to be the foreman, and he gets to live in a house, mm-hmm. and like all of this is taking place in 1885. I don't know what the fuck shot like, in the back for a matter of eighty dollars. It's like the love of the time of cholera for some reason. Like, <laughs> well, what are notices, we talking he about? He notices this, this laborer take. He picks hand picks the olives because they don't bruise. Because the other guys who use like a rake to get them off the trees, it yeah. bruises the olive. And sure. this guy's got the attention to detail. And he's up there. He's whistling a jaunty tune. Mm-hmm. The rest of the guys are like bullshitting on the ground. Exactly. But we are simple Spanish. I will go to my bride. We shall have drink the good wine and dance inside of the fountain. It's like horse shit. Steve, listen, I- dude. I just watched an hour 
a fucking Oscar Isaac jerking off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four minutes of Olivia Cook, <laughs> Mandy Patinkin doing something, <laughs> and a bunch of people rambling incessantly about, about uh, Bob uh, Dylan. Ooh, ooh. I was welcoming yeah, not, this. Let, let's not ignore the ghost bus, baby. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But the movie goes on vacation, and I needed to, <laughs> I needed to take a vacation. Dude, movie spring break, movie study abroad. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, I don't know. Let's see what's going on in Spain. Yeah, why not? Just what are you even talking? I mean, we realize later what we're talking yes. about, but fucking come on. He, and also, like this can be this can take two minutes, but it takes an hour. He proposed. This guy winds up proposing to his girlfriend. They move into this big house, and like it's weird. They have a kid very quickly. Who's this little kid named Rodrigo? Yep. And he, you know, and like Antonio Banderas takes an interest in the kid. And like he's trying to teach him stuff, and like he brings him the globe. I will, I will show you a globe because it's 2018. I could not buy you the iPad. We don't, <laughs> we don't have iPads in the Spain. Because he's I a buy rich. you a bird and a globe and maybe the ball on the string. Here's the thing: two things about that. One, and he's... the major is coming over for dinner later, <laughs> and Francisco's forces are outside of the gates. Whoa. It's like, what are we talking about? It's fucking. T- there is pop culture in Spain. I am sure of it dude he's trying to be like a classy rich prick like he's trying to show off to this woman gotcha you know like an ipad it's like whatever you went out to the store and you fucking got it but there's not a flat screen television in spain it seems (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man we're not sitting in their fucking tv room all you see of this of the caretaker's house right is stone walls there's, well, there's lamplight, oh dude. For, first of all, listen, I got news for you, Steve. In Europe, there's buildings that I, are older than ones we have here. I'm aware of it. I'm I aware just, of listen, that. Javier is a simple man <laughs> yeah. with simple tastes and a, a sick ponytail. This dude is kind of moving in on his family sure. because he's had a tragic life, and he brings that globe. And fucking Javier's not having it. <laughs> fucking, he brought an iPad out. There, some blood would be running in the streets. <laughs> Yeah, you never killed anyone over gifting them a bird. <laughs> oh, you look like you were about to explode, Chris Cavill. No. It turned out you had nothing to say. <laughs> but so, like, he brings him this globe, and, like, uh, Javier realizes that he want, his son wants to go to New York really badly. Like, that's his dream. And, like, he's like, hey, we got money. We can do it. And well, right. like, a seven-year-old doesn't have a dream. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, kids that's, kids, that's, kids that's, don't that's have dreams. They don't. Can we put that to rest? Whatever they say. Doesn't matter. No, they're, they're a kid. Until they're like 13, maybe. Sure. Then if you want to, you know, if they want to go on a trip, then maybe. And somehow... <laughs> I think Javier just wanted to go to New York. <laughs> and somehow years of not refusing to sell his olive oil on fucking line. <laughs> then yes. This didn't end in foreclosure somehow. I don't know how. I was this waiting. No, we, 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 we load up the, the donkeys with the <laughs> olive oil and they climb the mountain. Well, this guy, you know, Antonio <laughs> Banderas on. has this whole... Well, for they do... People still do old world I know, things. I, know. I, I invoice by paper and I deliver by Buro. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did this olive oil travel by airplane? <laughs> it's it's not yes, aeroplane. <laughs> Antonio Banderas is Juan Valdez, apparently, or something. But my lord, he the story is like how, how he lived in Italy. His father was almost royalty of yes. how rich he was. Right. And him and his mother always had the olive oil from the region and how funny it was to have second tier olive oil sure. in Italy. Even right. though, so, you know, he's got a connection to the land and I understand that. You know, during the monologue where I almost threw up, though, where he talks about how 
I don't know if it was him and his mother, or like him yeah. and like some local friends or sure. something. They would. He says. He says to Javier. He's like, drink it. We drank this olive oil like you and I are drinking this wine right Ew. now. And I was like, <laughs> it was him and his mother. Yeah. You and your mother are drinking olive oil? Hey, Ma, let's the- go sit around the kitchen table, suck back a couple of shots of oil. That's Spanish a- olive oil. That's on the insane tab on Pornhub. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, somebody's getting somewhere. Oh, man, insane. him and his mother drinking oil. Yeah. Let's oh, oh sorry, sorry. Stepmother. <laughs> <laughs> Drink it slow. Slower. <laughs> Drink it slower. So they take this trip to New York. Sure, They're having great. a great time. We are having a great time. And wouldn't you know it, man, this little kid, Rodrigo, runs to the front of the bus and he starts distracting this old pervert driver. <laughs> and hola, this... hola. And he's like, I don't know, showing off for this guy. Yeah. Not in a weird way, just no, yeah, as just, a little no, kid. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's I was a cute being little jerk. kid. You and know, this, I mean? you know like, the bus driver, who the fuck knows? I mean, yeah. But that so, white line, guess what, Rodrigo? That white line exists for a reason. I'll tell absolutely you. Exactly. do not. Not, Again, do not distract that you driver. You are fucking with a commute right now. <laughs> yep. Never fuck with a commute, man. Don't make Never me tap it. the sign. Exactly. Don't shoot yourself on the A train. Have the decency <laughs> to curl up into a bathtub and do it. Yes. <laughs> and same thing. Don't talk to bus drivers. And wouldn't you know it, Rodrigo is the little boy at the front of the bus that fucking rams he, Olivia. Yes, Wilde. he just. Dis- but the bus driver is distracted, doesn't see it. So yes, yes, yes. I mean, if honestly, if this is in New York, if this is Law and Order New York, Jack McCoy is bringing that kid up on charges. He's getting, like he's right. bringing the bus driver up on. All right, murder. here's uh, Adam. I'm sorry, but I'm going to press charges on Rodrigo. <laughs> He'll go to juvenile. It'll only be there a couple of months, but Adam, I'm going to do it. Little boys cannot distract. Bus drivers. I want to see an alternate timeline where Rodrigo's not on the bus, and the bus driver sees the woman in the street and fucking floors it up. Yes, <laughs> because that's the other thing, dude. He does run driver, a red light. Yeah, New York bus drivers do not fuck around. Mm, yeah. no. They will push you out of the street by force. Dude, I I was on the bus one time and it was super crowded because also our our drivers don't fuck around, but our service is terrible. Sure. And everybody's trying to cram on this bus. The fucking door couldn't close. Uh-huh. And the bus driver was like, if you don't figure out this door situation, I'm going to like unboard the bus and drive away and leave <laughs> you all here. And everybody was like screaming at whoever it was. The door didn't close. And all of a sudden, the lights on the. It's like it was winter and it was nighttime. Of course it was. The fucking lights on the bus turned off. And he's like, this bus is out of service. Everybody get off. And he fucking kicked us all off in the cold and drove away. That is New York City bus drivers do not fuck around. We should do this. We should do that on the podcast. (laughs) This podcast is over. Everyone, turn it off. We're leaving. It's not in service. The rest is just for You guys didn't read the subtext. Clearly, Antonio Banderas hired Javier as an international assassin, and he put the hit out on Olivia Wilde. I heard uh, Natalie Portman was really good in that movie. Oscar Isaac, you know, his his actual son, Mandy Patinkin, you know. That makes sense. I mean, there's like maybe some bad blood between uh, Antonio Banderas and Mandy Patinkin, who, by the way, looks yeah. like an incredible Hulk version of Antonio Banderas in this movie. <laughs> they have the same haircut. <laughs> they both have a beard. Yes. Yeah. They both have big beards. Mm. Great big bushy beards. That would I would totally watch that. <laughs> like if, if like Antonio Banderas took a like a, a secret serum that may or may not come from Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis' serum. He turns into like a bigger, older dude. (laughs) Do you want to see what happens when I drink olive oil? (laughs) (laughs) He turns into Mandy (laughs) Patinkin. 
those hands start getting excessively hairy. Like that's you yeah. just sort of zoom in on the hand. And then and he's, just, then, he's interest, then he's interested in your hands. Oh. And if you got six fingers on one of them or whatever the fuck. <laughs> so uh they go back to Spain and this kid is really messed up and like he won't go to sleep and it's like driving the family nuts. And uh, just like, and it's like out of fucking John Steinbeck's The Pearl. It's like, we have to take him to the doctors in the next town. Oh, the rich, <laughs> only the rich doctors, not here. Not, no, not, not our medicine men. We need to go to the rich town. <laughs> well, rich, 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 that's what I'm talking no, about. No, this is no. what you're putting into the movie. No, you totally are. Incorrect. They're going to a said, specialist in Madrid. Yes. It'd be the same thing if like, I, you know, I couldn't go to a, like a specialist in upstate New York. I'd go to New York City or something like the Mayo Clinic. But they're like, what is psychology? What? His brain is broken. It's like, come on. No, no, dude. No, whatever. I listen. I hate this movie just as much as you do. You are putting stuff on this that's not in there. I will. I will ride because what it is is fucking Javier is just a stubborn dude. Javier maybe is like that. (laughs) Sure. Right. But like the the wife is like, no, he's fucked up. We've been to every doctor in town. Sure. Antonio Banderas as uh, Mr. Saccione, like yeah. he can afford it. Like we'll yes. go to this, whatever. So yes, they they get in counseling. This woman, this woman is like, to this part, I sort of agree with you, with Steve, because this woman is like, oh, I I fucking nailed this in two seconds. Yeah, this kid's <laughs> fucked up. Here's what we're gonna do, <laughs> and it's a, it's a treatment plan that totally works. She's like, this is like level one psychology. <laughs> My roommate, uh, she has a practice right next door to you. Why My did roommate you just call her? <laughs> I thought you were going to say the roommate also guessed it, but she was a foot doctor. It was that obvious. The uh, so the plan is now, um, and to, like for a while, like uh, you know, Antonio Banderas is barred from seeing the kid because Antonio Banderas is paying for the treatment. Now he's now he's back in the game, and he's whenever right. he wants to see the kid, he can see the kid. Well, because Javier, after that globe incident. Oh yeah, dude! He don't doesn't my wife fuck around. He's yeah. like that. Dude, I mean, Antonio was sniffing around. He totally was, and time, Javier dude. fucking sniffed that out of even course. faster. And he's like, "Take your fucking globe, and if you need to talk to me, you send for me. Yeah. Don't ever come to this fucking house again." And Antonio Banderas respectfully backs sure. off. Sure, he does. So it's this whole thing the uh, the the toll that it's taken on this family, you know, with the kids' PTSD and everything. Like Javier is drinking a lot; yes. their marriage crumbles. Oh, up. he's succumbing to the drink. Oh yeah, dude. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, this you shit. You could do that in an Irish accent. You could do I know. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying it's 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 very rote. Uh, of course, it is. It's a terrible movie. Yes. And so you know. The kid gets better, but the marriage can't be salvaged. Javier is like, you know what, man? Like, Mr. Saccioni clearly loves you. Yeah. I'm just going to bounce from all this. I'm going to send you every penny that I make. Mm-hmm. But, you know, see you later. Yes, the boat leaves in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Quick plug right here, because uh, because Dan Fogelman wrote this, and this woman's going to be dead in 10 minutes, but the woman who plays uh, Isabel, the, yeah. the wife here, is a, is an actress named Laia Costa. Mm-hmm. She's in a fucking awesome movie called Victoria. Okay. If you haven't seen yep. it, you absolutely have to check it out. Selling point for this movie, it's a two and a half hour single take of this woman, uh, a Spanish woman who's visiting Germany who gets like wrapped up in this fucking heist. Oh, that's cool. It's incredible, and nobody saw it. I think it's streaming on Amazon Prime. Mm. Total recommendation. But now she's in this movie. Uh, so blah, blah, blah. Uh, the uh, Javier leaves. 
the kid grows up. Yes. Uh, and so then we we get to see him as a teenager, and he's like, you know, Javier makes like Mr. Satchoni make a promise, like, you know, grow up and, you know, let him grow up and make sure that sure. he's on the right path and blah, blah, blah. Banderas sticks to that. Like, yeah. you know, they move into the, the big house and everything like that. And wouldn't you know it, just when Rodrigo is about to go away to college. Oh, no. Oh, cancer oh, strikes. Oh, no. oh, and now the mother is sick well, because Dan Fogelman has an erection for grief. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Insane tab. <laughs> Listen, Dan Fogelman, if you had an erection for more than four hours writing this screenplay, fucking see a doctor. <laughs> Tear- Boner clang. <laughs> Tear lubricant tab. <laughs> it is I, the parent Terminator. Oh, yeah, dude, na- parent na- Terminator strikes again. N- nice mother you have there with the shame of she had cancer right when you went away to school. Right? Oh, I think she got the cancer from drinking too much olive oil. <laughs> and where is Antonio? Oh, by the way, Javier leaves. Did we mention that? Yeah, like, he, he pieces out. and disappears from the earth. Yes. But he sends money. Mm. Right. And yeah. Antonio sends Rodrigo to... NYU. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like eventually the mother's like, hey, man, I've been getting this treatment for a while now. It's keeping me alive, but I'm not getting better. Go to college. Don't put your life on hold for me. Well, this kid would go anywhere but New York City. Am I wrong? The last well, time he I went, th- he killed a lady. Well, well <laughs> that's actually it's true. Well, that's what I was wondering about. Maybe we, can, fear, maybe. maybe we can bring that to, to the table right now. Sure. I was wondering... Like the treatment and everything that he got, did the kid forget about all of this? We don't know. It's a, I mean, it's. it's I know that they don't address it, but like, what do you think? Because you're right. Like, why the fuck would he <laughs> go back to this wretched hive of scum and villainy? I don't think he forgot about. I think he came to terms with yes. it. Yes, and NYU is the school he wants but to go to. There was okay, a good but, movie they cut out where yeah. he's like coming to terms with all of his past. Right. Well, because there's a moment. I'll bring it up when we get to the moment, but there's a moment later in the film where I was like, this is where you should fucking piss your pants right now yes. and freak out about this. Like, I would never go to New York if I killed somebody. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's plenty of cities in America. Go to school of, in Boston. Go to Brown and fucking San Francisco. You know what I mean? Like, If you want to spend a lot of money on an, a near Ivy League education. Isn't Brown in Rhode Island? Brown's in Rhode Island? Yeah. Oh, Brown's in Rhode Island. What's in San Francisco? Lot, uh, Lots of schools. Berkeley, Berkeley is what I'm Berkeley. thinking. Yeah, yeah. Berkeley. <laughs> but like, you know, any Boston. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to go to a prestigious university... There's we got plenty, plenty of. We got go to out the ass. Do not go to New York City. You Stanford, can you can pay three hundred thousand dollars for a piece of paper anywhere in this country. <laughs> um, and he starts dating this uh, woman from Long Island. Huh. And I mean, like, it's just. I mean, this movie is. I'm sorry, misogynistic. Like, it's a. Yep. All of the women are manic, either manic pixie dream girls or getting cancer, or or, or saintly mothers who get cancer, right? Or like the dumbest dumb bitch in the world mm-hmm, and right. that's in air quotes because like that's what this this character she's is also, also her she's also like the loose woman she's her got, name is yeah. sherry dickstein by the way there is no redeeming qualities about this character and that's how she's written you know what i mean of like, course yeah. it is yeah, because all this character exists for is to play a fucking pregnancy scare joke on this guy i couldn't yeah. even believe she's it she's a young new york stereotype where she's just like all she cares about is brunch yes. and you know uh. doing things with her boyfriend and the bubbliness right. even though it has a, a, a vicious angle to it <laughs> 
where she goes on to this tear about how she's pregnant and she keeps it going. And this is, again, another example of the egregious walk and talk. Oh, yeah, man. Totally. Talking around the whole fucking village talking about the let's wait to get, <laughs> Let's wait to get to the restaurant. Yeah. Exactly. Light chit-chat is okay also, while you're walking. first of all, brunch at a Vietnamese <laughs> restaurant? <laughs> what are we I, talking about? Let me tell you, I had that same exact thought. Right? Like, what do you... What do you I mean, it would let's be call a, it lunch. We're not going to brunch. How about that shit? We're staying. You just told me that we're staying right here. We're gonna fucking hatch. Oh, that's out. right. Because right. she does fucking drop that bomb back at the dorm room. She doesn't says, she? And then she says, "Let's go to brunch." I'm like, "No, fuck you. Let's stay here. We're staying and talk in, about or, or maybe maybe we're ordering food." Mm-hmm. But that's and it, it goes. Into well, like, it's fucking. I don't know. 2065 at this point. I'm sure Grubhub <laughs> has gotten really diverse. You can get whatever you want yeah, on Grubhub. You just, you just have to yell at your wall. You have to yell your order at the wall. Grubhub replicator, we would like some pho, please. Is telescreen. He has to go fight Woodman. He, he turns into Mega Man for a little while. <laughs> That'd be kind of cute. That would be cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, also, oh, by the way, she also says, oh my God, you've never been to Whole Foods. Oh. And it's like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Jeff Bezos got a boner. Hold on a second. What year is this supposed to be? Exactly. Whole Foods is still around? Maybe. Well, dude, they, it turns out they won the supermarket wars. <laughs> Trader Joe got his fucking yeah. head cut off when the steering at, column oh, decapitated. No. And at that, Shit, did that mean, I think I live in hiding now <laughs> as a Trader Joe supporter. And at that point, they probably will own most national parks. Probably. The the Whole Foods, uh, yeah. So he tries to break up with her. She says she's pregnant, and then they go on this whole thing. They're freaking out. He sits down, and she's like, April Fool's. What? They don't have April Fool's where you come from? And then No, first of all, because America is the stupidest country in the world. (laughs) April Fool's. Listen, April Fool's, enough society. Enough with the April Fool's. Enough Corporate brands on Twitter with April yep. Fools. What? Enough with April Fools all around. You know what? Want to make me look like I shit myself? <laughs> That's your business. <laughs> Want to tell me um, I accidentally impregnated you? <laughs> that is a couple lines too far in the old. <laughs> you're gonna sure. poke fun at me a meter. How about a fucking peanut can with snakes popping yeah, out? Yeah, that's a fun line. Because you know Rodrigo's like thinking to himself, well, I've gotten away with murder in New York before. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first young lady. Speaking I've of taken. Jack McCoy, dude. <laughs> well, no, there is that moment where a can. I mean, I guess it can play, oh, be played. But right. It can be played yes. either way because, like, she's again, she's walking and talking, mm-hmm. not paying attention to right. where she's going, and a cab zips by, and he looks at the cab, and like you can understand, like what he's doing is sort of being like, "Oh my god, life is so fragile," whatever. But I think he's also like. What if I didn't grab her? What if I didn't grab her? And he does. He saves her from being hit by a taxi. And it's mirroring that that moment when Olivia Wilde gets hit by a bus. And I had the fucking thought for a second. I was like, (laughs) oh, shit. What timeline? What year is it? I was like, is this, is Rodrigo Mandy Patinkin? (laughs) (laughs) Like, is he the fathers or what? Like... Like I don't even you know I don't know what's going on. Well, let's let's put it this way, dude. If Mandy Patinkin was supposed to be Rodrigo's age, right? We're definitely not going to a Vietnamese restaurant yeah, for brunch. <laughs> brunch has not been invented yet, and the Vietnamese yeah. are not opening restaurants. <laughs> but who the fuck knows? That's what the problem is with these timelines. They do it's a big is mess. none of it. It's all it's all 2018 forever. Of course it is. Yeah, forever back and backwards and forwards. Well, yeah, 
yeah. By the time, like, w- at the end of this, it turns out we meet the fucking the narrator. Daughter. It's the daughter of Dylan and Rodrigo. Which is probably 25 years in the future even more. And how? it's still 2018. They're at the Strand. How? What are we talking yeah. about? How is it she reporting from a bubble underneath <laughs> the ocean that has swallowed everything? You are, you are trying to tell me that in 2060... <laughs> We still have bookstores. Are you nuts? I mean, like, honest. is it supposed to be the Strand? It is. By the it way? says it the is? Strand welcomes oh. whatever her name is. Dude, is- no, that that place is great. Don't go there specifically trying to look for something. Yeah. It's strictly a browsing facility. But also, no, that place is closed for business by then. I think Eric had a point. He stumbled around it. What if it was... Wow. <laughs> I tend to. No, no, no. You said it's 2018 forever. Yeah. What if they're in hell? Because oh. hell oh. would be well, 2018 forever. That wouldn't is it? True. Like that an is endless true. 2018. <laughs> You're well, so right, Steve. Until 2019 finishes. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah keep it's trying to pop. break records. Hell gets hotter every layer. <laughs> So, um, what's also crazy, sorry, we, no, no, please. we do have to move on, but what's insane about when she is saved from the taxi by Rodrigo, she like doesn't miss a beat yes. in what she's saying, which is supposed to be a joke, but like this isn't a fucking Farrelly Brothers movie. She would be like, My lord, I was almost hit by a car. She's an airhead, Andrew, it's right? So fucking she's stupid. not the mother, she's mm-hmm. not. She's not uh, the manic pixie dream girl. She's oh, the Steve, is she, is she not the mama? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you are not the father. No, wait, that's Maury Povich. <laughs> oh, dude, if the dinosaurs went on Maury Povich. <laughs> oh, and, yes. and, Maury, and Maury is just like, I have news for you, baby dinosaur. He definitely is the mama. <laughs> wow, earth shattering. That'd be amazing. You know what's funny is Maury Povich is that old that it would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> also, I wish that this movie ended like the dinosaurs tell television program oh when they get colder the fucking ice age came and they got extinct if it was realistic it would actually yeah 2065 we're fucking freezing our balls off going to vietnamese brunch she would be presenting her books to a room of frozen corpses (laughs) that have been there since and she's the last surviving person it's just her she's talking to the waiting room in beetlejuice (laughs) (laughs) or either that or it's like reign of fire where she's reenacting star wars for people oh Yes. Right. Wow, what a pull. Something. Oh man. But <laughs> good so, scene. So she breaks up he breaks up with her. Uh he also at this point, similarly because the Terminator's in town, his mother dies. Right. Uh he gets a phone call from Antonio Banderas. It's a very touching scene between her and Antonio Banderas. Sure. She dies. Also, good move by Mr. Banderas, though, we're told that he has been writing Javier. <laughs> All through the years. On this, on this manila paper, yet again, Dude. that came from Gabriel Garcia Marquez's fucking writing desk. Steve, <laughs> he's a fucking Luddite. Just yeah. accept it. They all exist. Right. All right. All right. Whatever. Sure. He they, keeps they, up his correspondence and he's like, rural. hey, man, they your old lady's dying. Better come home. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> well, I think he writes everything. Oh, hello, Javier. I fucked your wife last night. That's how he starts every <laughs> every single letter. We had the most passionate hot sex. <laughs> anyway. This, she was definitely thinking about you, but I still did. <laughs> this is the most, the only real evil letter. <laughs> writing letters. Oh, I think you meant adultery. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. Writing letters comes before <laughs> adultery, dude. Uh, Manual correspondence? No thanks. But, uh, uh, so so the, the three tr- of them are together when she bites the big one. 
And then he just gets a phone call at NYU. Mama El Muerte, right? (laughs) (laughs) I fucked that up. Sure Uh, did. Uh, Yeah, so then he just gets a phone call right after this breakup. Yes. And the whole thing is we're told, like, uh, Rodrigo loves going running, blah, blah, blah. So he goes out for a jog at night thinking about his dead ma. And wouldn't you know it? Oh, what? Get ready for this. What? He's jogging up 6th Avenue. Mm. He stops. Mm Mm-hmm. And sees Olivia Cook crying. Whoa. He was the one that said, "Are you okay?" Whoa! Whoa! I killed your mom. <laughs> but that's we, what I, this is what I was talking about, though. Like he would get to that intersection, look at that fucking sidewalk, and be like, "Ooh!" Yeah, exactly. He would go to a weird regression stage or some horse totally. Shit. He would but shit his you... pants, suck his thumb, and like just be on the corner until he was dead. A lot of New York looks like a lot of New York. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's already had those moments. I do, I do like when he pulls this move on her because she's like, she's not paying attention. Then he goes like, "Hola," and he's like, "It's it's a move." Like you but look like this, way, yes, dude, exactly. He's been a- saying fucking "Hola" nonstop, dude. You've been studying in America for a long time. You know what fucking high is? No, I think this is a move. It's like a sexy kind of. Of course it is. Yeah, all those fucking NYU creeps from Europe. <laughs> All they do is with their silver tongues lay lay out that fucking ooh exotic oh yeah Europa. That, Eric's, a- Eric's back hair just went up. <laughs> It's just obnoxious. But also, all right, so let's play this. And this, this is kind of the end of the movie. Like, he says, hola. Yeah. And then we cut to this this woman who we talked about is in The Strand. She's like a, a writer. This whole thing has been a book. By the way, this is now book readings work. Like, was this supposed to be a chapter? Was this the, I mean, the introduction? That's what, dude, that was the my whole thought. fucking book? I was like, Jesus Christ, this was cover to cover. <laughs> also, you better believe that the book is called Life Itself. Uh-huh. <laughs> just so you know, they don't die right now. All right? <laughs> But, there are lives, not just deaths. <laughs> and we, we cut through all of it. We cut through. We see like little snippets of like uh, her being raised, of her being raised in Spain, and like her idyllic, beautiful childhood. Because this is their this is their daughter now. Yeah. This is Rodrigo and Dylan's, uh, Dylan's daughter. Dylan's daughter. D- Dylan dog. Dead <laughs> Dylan <laughs> Dex dog detective. Dylan, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, so it's just insane. So now the year is 2090 or whatever. <laughs> but also, like, what are we talking about? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, there's like that fourth or fifth date. Like, maybe you've had sex is the second time you had sex. We're just kind of staying up late talking about stuff. And like, uh-huh. and you're like, yo, you know, uh, how did your parents die? Well, my mother was hit by a bus uh, in the year 2018, yep. wherein yep. Uh, then my dad killed himself directly as a result of that bus uh, murder. Uh, so that was really sad. What what happened to you? Nothing. Like what, what, That's, what, It's yeah. insane to me that we just cut to this woman reading from this book at the Strand, we just and cut all none of that, of that is... Like, clearly that would come up. And all she talks about is like how great her life was and how the two of them loved each other and are amazing. And it's like, no, no, no. That is the fucking, the life-shattering douche chill that would come up at some point. And they're not having That's a That's a third act of this movie. If there, if this was a movie. If the, if the fucking Spain olive oil part didn't take two hours. And sometimes it's good to be hit by buses. <laughs> the end. And also, like, all of her trauma, like, I mean, that's the thing that really bugs me about this movie is they set up a, somewhat of an interesting character in Dylan, but all of her trauma, all of her agency is, like, she meets some good dick, and it's great. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she doesn't want to be a And she sings in a bad band. We don't know she, what happens to her, I guess. We, she doesn't want to be a ex- musician anymore, I guess. Uh, yeah. Excuse me, Stephen, have you had good dick? <laughs> Not lately. <laughs> there, is, there, is, there is a thing in this movie that's also, like, 
Well, it's like it doesn't matter what my story is. My story is you, my children. The, there's a lot of yes. like have kids propaganda. There fucking yeah. certainly is. But there's also like her whole thing at the end is like, I'm not just me. I'm my mother. Mm-hmm. I'm my mother's mother. Yeah, right. I'm my you, fucking and husband's look mother. Into yes. Getting medication for that. And you, I'm and gonna you, and tell you, I'm also I'm Antonio Banderas <laughs> and Mandy Vitekin at the same time, <laughs> yes. motherfucker. And now here comes the beast. The beast is coming out inside me. I was just James right. McAvoy glass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There is, uh, in the background of the Strand, if you look very closely, you can see Mandy Patankin in a robot body. (laughs) Because it's the technology. Right? That was the thing. I was like, what happened to that guy? That's the only character we don't know his fucking end. He he exploded. Spontaneous combustion. (laughs) Oh, shit. Isn't life fucking weird? Oh, no. In uh, uh, day 79 of the shutdown, there's just a mass purge of old people, and he died. Oh, that's coming up. That's coming up pretty quick. Right around the corner. Corner pretend can get ready. <laughs> Got a lot get to look forward and... to. A lot less uh, red voters. <laughs> I, just, I mean, like, yeah, her whole story is just gone, evaporates, and like, and, and that's kind of the end of the movie. That we do kind of get this thing where uh, the mother, uh, Rodrigo's mother, whose character's name I keep forget, Isabel, I think is her name, right? Yeah. Uh, gives this speech. We do find see like her last scene with her son, where she's like, you know. Love is no matter how hard life gets, love is just a little bit further on. You just have to pick yourself up and keep moving. And she's like, you know, uh, uh, you know, I may be dying, but uh, you are me. So I, I, my body may die, but you're still me. So go out and give me a great life and all this stuff. I also love like how this guy is like, oh man, my life was kind of like they're again they're they're smoking cigarettes, they're sitting in bed, they've had sex. It's like you know, my life was kind of tough too, like. My mom died of cancer when I was like 25 and like uh 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 also I also um yeah and she's like yeah my dad my mother was killed by a bus and then my dad killed himself before he even met me I've never met anybody I I'm literally marred by tragedy <laughs> My dad, like, I barely even know that dude. <laughs> right. But, but, but my new dad is super rich and cool. Yeah, exactly. And he drives sports cars. I guess we also don't know the fate of those two guys, Javier and Mr. Yeah. Sanchez. Oh, no, he fucking he inherits it all. Rodrigo mm. eats it all. They show them on that fucking estate dressed to the nines. Oh, oh, so you're saying Banderas is out of the picture at that point? Yeah, I think he's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Money solves everything. That's well, because Olivia Cook, you're totally right, because Olivia Cook is dressed in like a pantsuit situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what are we talking what, who is this, this character? This movie even? is money, so- money, money. <laughs> if you want to make this movie, which you shouldn't, you should set it in the past. Make it like I don't know, like New Orleans gentry family. <laughs> they go through like World War One. Sure, they go through World War Two. Also, you do the whole family expanse. Yes, thing. not to do, not to be an asshole, but and to stop uh, to talk about the timeline again. Yeah, so. Olivia Cook is an, a, a fucking an almost born baby, zero years old, and, and and so this kid is seven years old on this bus. That's, right? Oh shit! Age so, gap lover. Well, no, but also like, so he goes to NYU what when he's twenty eight? Like just, how old? Is he? Well, no, because remember, uh, he's going to go to school, and then oh. the the cancer strikes, oh, and okay. he hangs back. And I get, we're not really told like how long he's hanging back. But at that night when they meet, Olivia Cook is twenty one. So, but she hasn't gone to college. She tells me to be taken. She's not what? going. She's still twenty one years old. So this kid's like, how old is this? Dude? Well, why? That's oh. the other thing though. If you're celebrating your twenty first birthday, aren't you well and good 
done arguing with your grandfather how <laughs> when you graduated at high school at 18, you weren't going to college? Well, that was cut out of the movies. He clearly doesn't remember anything. He's going through the <laughs> Alzheimer's. That I guess what really happened weird. here, fellas, is that we just got duped by an unreliable narrator. Oh, oh well. well you, is... you say Rodrigo's going for a master's. We'll be you know what, but but you know what uh, the most unreliable narrator is? Lazy writing. <laughs> oh, well, we didn't talk about the whole fucking unreliable narrator thesis subplot, which we goes. We briefly it's just, did. It we just fine. It's fine. Oh no, it's just it's just Olivia Wilde spouting off fucking grade school nonsense, and also is then mocked later in the film because apparently the, the thesis was terrible and yes. she failed. Oh, right, the Usual Suspects was mentioned. I wanted. To know <laughs> oh, you're totally right. As the uh, one of the example of unreliable. Oh, narrator. that's right. You're totally. Right. This oh. dude fucking Googled unreliable narrator and the first it was fucking Canterbury Tales, Wife of Bath, and fucking Usual Suspects, both of which are name dropped by name, and that is it. Well, deep pull on that first one. I don't know what you're talking about. I know what the Canterbury Tales well, that's are. What you I've never she, read yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. What's the wife in the bath? Wife of bath. She's oh. a, she's just a, a, a lady tell uh, a body lady telling a body story. Was that on oh, she's insane, bullshitting? Is that in the same tab? Insane tab? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a wife what? in the bath telling me a story? <laughs> that's some ASMR shit, dude. <laughs> I guess that's the movie, right? Yeah. It is. Yay! That is. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. This was a tough one. It was. Oh. Tough. It was. Uh, there were so many times where I paused it to get up to go to the bathroom, and I was like. What would the guys think if you just turned this off? <laughs> <laughs> I watched this because I didn't want to let you guys down, and I didn't want to let the audience oh, down. Thanks. But this was rough. Mm. It was rough. And of course, no one's recommending this movie, right? No. None of you sick bastards on the insane tab are recommending this movie. <laughs> it's, not no, even a, no. it's not even seeing as believing. I think the cast is great. Wall to wall, like everybody's They've really good. Proved themselves in other areas. I, I mean, I've X never seen Rodrigo and Javier and yeah. anything else. I will say, X Men Apocalypse is a better movie than this. Honestly, if you want to talk about bad Oscar Isaac yes. movies, yeah, much I would much rather watch it that fucking nonsense. You know, the X Men timeline makes more sense. Absolutely, than this of course Absolutely. it does. Of course it does. <laughs> I liked Apocalypse. I think it might be the only planet person on the planet. I know. I, I like Apocalypse too. I, oh, just, I just know that I'm in the minority, so that's why I'm even saying like in nice the realm dude, of we're, we're Apocalypse buds. We're I apocalypse. thought it was. Fine. All it's right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Let's you know. Let's say twenty minutes. A lot of people it. don't like it, but a lot of people don't like. But it you lot. know what's great? After I just I came out with that, now I don't feel so alone anymore. <laughs> yeah, I won't good. wake up screaming in the middle of the night. Uh, but I, I would not recommend it. I think it's childish nonsense. <laughs> and also, by the way, fuck you, Dan Fogelman. He got he got really he got really tetchy about. Oh. He's what he called white male critics that uh, don't uh, uh, believe in anything that has emotion. Wait, after does... this movie was universally panned. Wait, what did what did Critics of all other shapes, oh, well, sizes, was, and colors and genders. That was kind of what happened. Is everybody was like, "Yeah, we also don't like." It. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, Christopher. Uh, no, don't watch this movie. It's terrible. And Dan Fogelman is like, like, yeah. I'm sure he's a nice guy, by the yeah, way. Who I, knows? I don't care if he is. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying we don't need to personally insult people just because we, we didn't like their work. Well, he's I a know, white no, man. Sometimes we get a little out of control. I'd say has, well, I mean, I think his work is garbage, but also the way he reacted is like, the oh, I see. Of the biggest cowards in the world. Dude, who do, do you honestly think critics matter? Yes. Do you? That's my big question. And usually they're like, no. And then they're like, but when I do something bad, yes. Well, that's, yeah, right. It's like critics don't matter until they fucking universally shit on something I made. And then they're that, fucking the evil army. That also then financially fails. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, I'm, big time failure this movie. Oh, dude, he, he closed his eyes every time he was writing. He's like, and then my Oscar speech will be. <laughs> Instead, he got the second lowest box office draw in history. <laughs> 
This is the uh, still the eighth most successful Amazon movie. Oh, really? Now, it's the second most successful one that they put out as Amazon Studios. Because before they opened up Amazon Studios, they had movies that they were making, but they would hire other companies like Roadside Attractions and Lionsgate and Bleecker Street Films to release their movies. So, like, technically the most successful Amazon movie is Manchester by the Sea, which Roadside put out. The Big Sick is next. That was Lionsgate. And they're both between 42 and $47 million. And then the fucking... Tank drop, love and friendship, which I think is a good movie, was fourteen million worldwide. This was four point one million dollars worldwide. Yes. Made, but you know what was made, a bigger failure yeah. in the same year, twenty eighteen? The fucking wretched, I think, very uh, splitting the room film. Suspiria tanked worse than this movie. I gotta did. see wow. Suspiria. I've heard good things. Don't waste your time. It's Oof, all right. Man. It's not. Yeah. But That's Eric would. A, but, oh no, I'm sorry. Manchester by the Sea is a movie about trauma and tragedy. It's like if this and there's that moment where he almost kills himself. Like, but then the movie goes on. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's there's a story. A after. Well, this it's a movie, movie about grief, but I'm not imagining Ken Lonergan writing that script, jerking off about the fucking grief pornography because it happens once or twice actually. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I obviously I'm a no on this because like I the whole sweeping generations of family shit. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't work in a future context. Nope. If you don't have the budget to make it look in any way futuristic mm-hmm. and like listen like for I guess the Olivia Cook part maybe but by the time this granddaughter is at the bookstore you got to have <laughs> goggles or something man <laughs> flying cars Serious yeah. Jesus Christ I mean yeah you're right though like but to, to your point like set it in like the 80s set it in the 70s do, do and then we come up there. to now yes. or even like 2023 you got you got like a 5 year window like yes. why are we why play guessing when you have History that exists. Yes, that you exactly. Could set your and then Steve through. would have been way happier with the Spain threat. <laughs> yes, exactly. But everything by candlelight. Or, well, if you're gonna do it, just been, like she's got to be doing that reading from the same place like Ellen Burstyn is at the end of Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. That's where you are. Oh, wait, Maybe I- they'll put a strand there. I don't know. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, where are we at? I wouldn't uh, recommend it. Either, no, a piece of shit. Why would you do it? See that Twitter thread where I went insane watching this movie. Oh my lord in heaven! That is life itself, directed by TV Wunderkind Dan Fogelman. Eep! If you want more We Hate Movies, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, follow us on Twitter at WHM Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash We Hate Movies. Quickly mention that yeah. if you're like, hey, where's that December mailbag episode? It is on the YouTube. So watch it on the YouTube. And it's, it's, it's fun, an interactive experience with us. And And more streaming shit to come, by the way. I was saying this on Twitter the other day. I've got some like tech stuff in the mail. And funny enough, speaking of Amazon movies, Bezos fucked me. A bunch of tech had to get sent back because it was the wrong shit, but we're working on that. So YouTube.com slash We Hate Movies. Subscribe to that channel and click that little alarm button so you get the notifications for when we go on the air. Because we're gonna, it's going to happen pretty soon, I think. It's yeah, going to do it. So. Now, Steve Zadak, the worst of 2018 continues next week with I shudder to think. What are we even talking about? Uh, two things. One, the worst of 2018 will continue into the first week of February because we did bump it out with The Love Guru. Right, so right, So this right, is not right. the last of the worst of 2018 coming up, but it is... 
the Happy Land, Happy Place Murders, Happy Time Murders, Happy, happy Time, time Murders. murders. Yes. I've not seen this film yet. It's called yeah. uh, AKA. I think when it was released in uh, uh, Croatia, it was called Puppet Fuckers. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and then in Romania, it was called Muppet Come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Le Muppet Seed. Um, <laughs> Ooh, the French release. So until next week, where we are talking about puppets having sex and solving crimes or some shit, Mm -hmm. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.